Welcome everybody to episode 107 of the ADV Podcasts, and boy do we have a jam-packed episode for you today. What's up, Beijing? Yeah, indeed. Oh, where is that? What's up, Beijing? <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, guys, we've got a lot to talk about, so let's saunter right into it immediately with our what's new. So we're going to talk about what's new with regards to China <laughs> yeah. in this segment, yeah. as we always do. I wonder if you didn't introduce that, what people would think that would be about. They'd be like, oh, well, they could think like, what's, what's new in the stock market? It could be, or yeah. like the top ten, you know, pop hits or whatever. Pop what's hits new? Of new? Yeah. yeah, yeah, true. Billboard. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so we're going to start out with a um, an interesting little boy over here. Now, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's your intro. <laughs> I just, I, I have to say that, you know, for some people, this might seem a little creepy to see a little well, boy. Well, let's in, explain it. Well, it's, Basically, there's a little Chinese boy in white face with lipstick on. Yeah, for all of our audio listeners yes, out there. Yeah. Don't worry, you will be tantalized with his voice <laughs> yeah. soon. No, I mean, the fact of the matter is, uh, when I used to teach kindergarten, that was, wow, that must have been 10, 15, 13 years ago, sure. whatever, long, long, long time ago. Um, whenever there would be like a school play type thing, they would take the little boys and they would make them look like this. Well, you make it sound like they stopped doing that because they no. have not. No, they haven't. <laughs> they still yeah, what I'm saying is it's very common to see young yeah. little boys in full-on makeup. Right. Now, this is not, <laughs> everyone's quoting, interesting little boy. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> what, what would you call him? He's an interesting little boy. Yeah. Now, the thing is, now, not to be, I'm not trying to run defense for a little boy over here, but I do have to say this has nothing to do with his personal choice. <laughs> of course not. He did not, not do this. No. And I got to say, I always felt bad. For the kids, and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. It's nothing about, you don't even have to bring gender or anything into this. The problem I have with it is dolling up little kids that are like three to five years old with full-on, like, straight-up clown makeup. <laughs> yeah. And then sending them out in bizarre, shiny outfits to go do presentations for adults. And it's always the same stuff. They make these poor kids, like, rehearse over mm. and over again yeah. to sing some sort of communist song. Yeah. It's usually some sort of, like... Mao Zuzi is like my Taiyang or something. Yeah, like exactly. Mao is my son. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know, this kind of stuff. Like well, the, I Beijing Tianan. Well, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like cute little propaganda, like CCP songs. Yeah. And it's funny to see this boy, Lipstick Boy, be like kind of mainstream. Yeah. Because this went wild. Now, this is from a couple of years ago, but... Yeah, this was when the, the pandemic initially broke <clears throat> yeah. out. They released this video. It was going around again. Yeah, it's going around again because it's kind of relevant. So let's just play a little clip and then we'll talk about it. So let's just play it. Yeah. Play it again. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll jack up the audio. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll play it again. Here we go. Let's play it one more time. Now, 
We only did a little clip because they probably freaking they'll probably copyright us, yeah. But uh, yeah, so basically, what he says in English for all your listeners out there, it says makeshift hospitals are amazing. What he's talking about are the quarantine facilities. Okay, so quarantine facilities are amazing. Or those makeshift hospitals they made in Wuhan. Yeah, which are Uh, are, they are quarantine facilities. So yeah, makeshift hospitals, quarantine facilities are amazing. Healing and saving people and teaching dance skills. Remember that was part of the propaganda was like, don't worry, these people are not dying en masse inside of these horrible facilities, by the way, that are leaking water everywhere. And they weren't able to be used for very long. But they get to learn dance skills when they're in there. I remember that was their thing. thing. They're teaching like dancing to everyone in there. Anyway, so this is a very long and very, um, it's a painful song to listen to, to be honest. It's very painful. painful. But I was more fascinated with the fact that, okay, you got makeup lipstick boy. Yeah. Which is ubiquitous. Yeah, no, it's it's like it's not out of the ordinary. Like I said, for kindergarten kids especially, it happens all the time. That's why we wanted to show it to you. But number two, more importantly, I think it's insane that the propaganda apparatus mm-hmm. is still making like propaganda current songs in the old style. Mm. And actually, I don't, I don't know if I ever brought this up. Did I bring this up before? I met one of the guys responsible for making music like this. Oh, no. He He's didn't. actually based in the city that I was living in. Okay. Uh, but he was from Hainan mm. and he was a party member. And he had a music studio and his whole thing was to create new red songs. You know who else is in Hainan? Who? <laughs> <laughs> is he now? Not yeah, anymore. He's like, yeah, well, he was. Sorry, yeah. I think you mean... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah clan man. Clan man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so this guy is from Hainan, and he had a whole music production studio, and their whole thing was... And it was a deck. It was nice. But it's because mm. it was government funded. Right. So... It was this beautiful studio, and I was looking to record some. I've always been recording music for you know twenty years now, right? Yeah. So I brought a buddy of mine, a Chinese friend of mine, that he he was doing the Chinese part, I was doing the English part of these songs we were writing. Yeah, and he made us demo for him so that we could pay him to use the studio. By the way, this is not no one's supposed to be paying for this. Sure, this is like a government-run studio. Yeah, right? of course. And it was just in an ad, just like you would see anywhere else. But clearly, he's making money on the side. But he mm-hmm. said he specifically said to credit to him, he didn't really break the rules that much because he goes. I'll let you guys uh, use this for free if you're students and if the song is about Chinese, the Chinese government. And we're like, what are you talking mm. about? And then he explained that he makes only reds, red songs, as yeah. they're called, the yeah. propaganda songs. And so he wouldn't actually let us, after he heard our demo, he wouldn't let us record in his studio. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we had to do it's it like, all ourselves. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the, the whole point of this is, you know, this is now making the rounds around Shanghai yeah. and all the, all the people as are a, sharing as it. As a joke, by yeah. the way. Yeah, as Most a joke, people because are people are like, you know, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. He's kind of creepy, that kid. I mean, it's not his fault. No, I'm just saying. He's, yeah. Yeah. They made him creepy. I guarantee he looks completely normal. Yeah, he's a normal dude. Yeah. You know how like in Japanese horror, they always yeah. have like some little girl with like scraggly hair, long hair. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I think he could be the Chinese equivalent of could horror. Be. They could use him. He could, could just appear out of a black. And they don't even have to change his voice. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough about the little kid. Um, this is kind of interesting. Explain what's happening here. So you guys know what Bing is. You might not because nobody's ever used it in the history of mankind. It's a Microsoft search engine. Yeah, it's a Microsoft search engine, but it doesn't really exist because no one's ever used it. But ever. in China, yes. it's available. Is it's it not, still is it still yeah, available? Yeah, yeah. Well, they blocked it recently. I think it was unblocked again. Okay, because basically because they, they, they towed the, the line. Yeah. You know, like Google pulled out of China when China basically demanded that they change the search results. Yeah. 
Um, so they were like, no, we're not going to do that. It's too much of a hassle. So they were like, well, then we're going to block you. That's basically. correct. So but Bing, like, yeah, Microsoft was like, don't worry, we'll we'll yeah. you know do it. our Chinese search engine. We will actually like limit results. Like if someone types in Tiananmen Square, yeah. we'll send you their IP address and their where is, they are. And is that you know, insane, <laughs> you know, type thing. Like, anyway, what? did they act? They didn't <laughs> no, they do didn't do that. that. I'm just joking. Okay, I'm Minecraft. joking. Oh yeah, I'm joking. But no, seriously, but they definitely censored. No, if you type like Tiananmen Massacre, Tiananmen Square Massacre in Bing in China you get no results zero yeah. results right so in bing for the like one person out of a hundred that that said they use bing don't use it out of principle because it's actually capitulating to the chinese government yeah it's pretty horrible that they did that now important more, more importantly this clip this is a chinese guy took this clip it's funny as hell because okay. what he shows is that what he's clicking he he typed it oh it actually has translation it says yeah. the most free speech in a country in the world so what he's actually trying to search it says in chinese is like which country has, yeah, in the whole world yeah has yeah. the most free speech so which, yeah if you yeah. were ranked yeah right? so in the domestic version of bing the one in china it comes up with china as the answer <laughs> just by the way china's ranked i think 177 out of 180 yeah so it's bottom three but if you use the the international version of bing and you search the same thing what does it do it says new zealand yeah <laughs> so yeah anyway <laughs> Yeah, I just thought that was... Uh, it's kind of funny. Kind of, it's it's also infuriating. Of course it is. That even they would try to lie and say it would be China. I mean, even Chinese people know that that's just not the case. But that is a thing that they've been combating. And actually, in Wumao Corner, we're going to talk about that. Because it's kind of crazy. It's something that they're really just putting out there as fact. Yeah, that China is amazing for free speech. That's the go-to country. Anyway, now, this next clip we're going to show you. Now, this is a little bit of sweet. Um, in fact, it's just bitter, bitter, to be honest. Okay, but well, what happens this in this... actually made in this, my eyes a little yeah, bit th this teary. is a good video. So yeah. we're going to set this up for you. Um, what you've got is you've got um, what appeared to be um, volunteers drive... I guess COVID people driving this truck because if you look at another truck in the background you can see they're wearing the dark looks bike. like that yeah so they're driving around they're probably going somewhere and this guy just walks out in the middle of the road this is confirmed to be in shanghai by the way okay this is a worker in shanghai and he stops and we'll play the clip quickly and we'll explain what's happening so he walks out in front of the truck okay hey guys he's making motions to like eat basically because yeah. these people are hungry yeah like they want to eat You guys remember during the lockdown, a lot of people went hungry and some people starved to death. Absolutely. And, you know, if you were not, especially if you're not a local Shanghai hukou mm -hmm. holder, in other words, a residence permit holder in mm -hmm. Shanghai, so you weren't born there or you don't have a special permit, yeah. you got nothing, no. okay? You were not prioritized at all. No. So this is a guy who's been hired as a temporary worker or whatever the case may be, and he's starving. So he goes out to stop traffic yeah. um, to try and get some food. I'm surprised he wasn't in lockdown, but probably because he was a worker, he was doing something yeah. other, right? Yeah. The driver's like, what's what's wrong with you? You know, you, are you drunk? drunk? Yeah, you're drunk. What are you doing standing here in the road? And he's like, no, I'm starving. Like, you know, I need something to eat. Yeah. Bye -bye. 
So they drive off and kind of like, get out of here, we're out of here, but then I guess... I guess like maybe his conscience kicked in or something, so he stopped yeah. the truck and he's like, okay, fine, here, have something to eat. So he's, he's actually, like, if you understand, John, he says, Ursula, you know, so yeah. I'm starving to death, is what he's saying. So well, actually, I want to okay, say for the yeah. listeners out there. So they give him some bananas and they give him some crackers, and he's and he cries, right? Mm-hmm. And it's genuine, it's genuine tears. He's gen- like, genuinely he's, crying. It made me pretty you know? emotional. Yeah. When I saw, this. I was like, this is. And you know what I saw this video as? I saw this as a massive like. This is good. Yeah. I, I said this is just a feel good thing. Like it is. he's in a horrible dire situation. It is caused by the government, but people can watch this video and say, you know what? There's good in this world. People yeah. did the right thing. Yeah. They changed their mind halfway through, and like, you know what? Let's give this guy some food, and it changed his life. Right? Yeah, now Save, saved him in a bad situation. What yeah. do you think the Chinese government's response to well, this was? Well, you see, the problem is that this video kind of went viral. Yeah. Okay, and it started to be posted around, especially amongst uh, you know the the expats and the people living in sure. and just the people in lockdown in Shanghai. They're locals too. And they all identified as being Shanghai. So it's not like they can say, oh, this is some random rural town or something. This is actually in a big part of Shanghai. Yeah, and the, the, by the way, the this roads. is not propaganda. No, it's like not. feel-good propaganda. No, no. This is genuine. So because it goes viral and it starts getting passed around, um, two days later, the local government um, tracked him down. Okay? And this is the article that they wrote about him. So the Shanghai Daily, okay? You might know this... Uh, Paper, by the way, the Shanghai Daily slash magazine, whatever out new. It's a state outlet. Yeah, for uh, having some of the shills as employees. Yeah, they do. They said, <clears throat> "Okay, a man begging drivers passing by for food in the middle of a road in outlying Qingpu district was actually drunk, according to the city's official rumor debunking platform." <laughs> Okay. I mean, the Chinese government just hates its own people. Yeah. So look, look. this is the actual article. They say, starving to death in quotation marks. Starving to death beggar was intoxicated. Okay. So they're smearing this guy. They're vilifying him. All right. Like They tracked him down do you, yeah, and do you, did an expose article for so this feel-good video. We're actually going to read this article yeah. out for you because you, you, you have to understand how they did. So they said a video circulating online um, on the afternoon of May 1st showed a man standing in the middle of, uh, what is that, Huangping, Huang, Huangqingping Highway near a gas station. Hu Qingping. Hu sorry. It's like the text really small from here. It says, a man begging drivers passing by for food in the middle of the road in outlying Qingpu district was actually drunk, according to the city's official rumor debunking platform. Remember the rumor thing that we've told, told you guys about? It's this it's kind of... Ex- extremely broad law that mm. can cover anything. Yeah. Right. Debunking rumors, like a rumor is a, is illegal. Yeah. Right. So then he says, uh, the man was standing, blah, blah, blah. He told passersby he was um, starving to death and received bananas and cookies. The local village committee found the 48-year-old man, surnamed Wang. So they looked, dox him. By the way, he looked a hell of a lot older than he looks, 48. That dude's not 48. <laughs> oh, come on. Maybe 58. Yeah, yeah. You know, Maybe 68. It's possible. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, the fact that they go out there and they name and shame him, okay? Yeah. Um, surnamed Wang, two days later, 
he was temporarily hired together with his wife by a nearby supplies guarantee company. Wang confessed to having drunk too much wine and baijiu, Chinese white liquor, during lunch that day and has no recollection of what transpired afterwards. He was later brought home by his wife and said he regrets what happened. Okay, so number one, they dox him and they vilify him. Oh, he was just drunk. And then they make him say that he regrets what happened. Now, dude, first of all, even if the guy was drunk, okay, let's just say, let's, yeah, let's say he was have, drunk. Yeah. Okay, let's say he was drunk. He's still obviously bloody starving. Yeah. Why else would you step out in front of traffic to ask people for food? Right. You right. wouldn't do that. That's no. not a, something no. a drunk person does. No. A drunk person, you know, might do stupid antics or whatever, but you're not going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go out there and stand around and just cause a ruckus and, and make China look bad by asking for food. More likely, he was a dude that didn't get any freaking food like, stipend. Yeah, of course. And he was hungry. Like all the other... The thing is, like, you got to look at it from facts. Yeah. Take the alcohol away. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. The a huge chunk of people that we have spoken to have told us that they're not getting food deliveries, they're hungry, and some of the people without, like you said, without hookahs, like working class people, didn't get anything. Nothing. So we're talking yeah. about over a month now. Yeah. Of course they're freaking hungry. Yeah. Right? But this, the thing is, like, this could have been a feel-good video about these Dabai, these big whites, you know, what do they mm -hmm. call them? Yeah, Dabai. Uh, the medical personnel. Yeah, that's... Giving giving him stuff because they felt nice. That could have been a great, nice feel-good video yeah, that could run its course. good, soft power. People could think, look, there's humanity happening in this situation. It's not allowed, because no. what that shows is that the government's efforts in trying to get food to people didn't work. Yeah. Because it didn't. It was it a shows failure. A fa it shows a big failure, and yeah. it's just disgusting that they make... Well, first of all, they bring his wife into it as well, say where they work, say what they do, what his surname is, and that he was drunk and that he regrets it. Yeah. They have by to the way, make him say he regrets yes. it. Yes. Alcohol so, has calories, by the way. So it's good good to have something. Yeah. Well, right. Anyway, I mean, it doesn't also, matter. I take that out of there. I mean, why, why would anyone, I just got to say, why would anyone regret asking for food and getting food? Yeah, I wish I hadn't done that. Oh, by the way, I don't have any food. I really regret asking for it and getting it. Yeah, even if you were drunk and you were you were hungry yeah. and you asked, like, hungry enough to stand in front of a truck. And then cry when you got bananas. Yeah, uh, and then cry, yeah. And then now you regret that. Yeah. Come on, I guys. I deeply regret that. It's such a setup, it's not even funny. Yeah, that's something that you have to understand. And I made a Twitter post about this. And what I said is that um, the Chinese government doesn't serve the people. The people serve the government. They have no choice. You know, and they use the they use the people. They don't serve the people. They use the people. And yeah. if they're not useful to them, then they just cast aside. Right. You know, it's ridiculous how they could vilify this man. Anyway, yeah. that's uh, the Chinese government for you in action, right yeah. there. So um, yeah, you know we we like to keep an eye on the Chinese government propaganda efforts this is, on YouTube. This is my gig. I yeah. Love this. So go for it. Okay. So. Uh, Winston, I like, like you said, we keep an eye on these propaganda channels and in an effort to get them labeled correctly as sure. state media, right? Yeah. And the problem is, is that state media has found a loophole yeah. with uh, YouTube in particular. Mm. Twitter doesn't usually let this go. Sure. They're pretty good. Uh, but YouTube basically doesn't label smaller state media channels because there's not enough evidence that they're state media, right? So this is one of them. This is called an amplifier channel in that it literally only posts state media from, from pretty much one source. Yeah, from uh, Rin Manuel. People's Wong. Daily, yeah. right? Or People, yeah. sorry, People's, uh, yeah. It people's, is, it's, yeah, it's People's, people's Daily, daily Online. Version. Yeah, yeah, People's just, Daily Online. In my mind is speaking Chinese, but yeah, I can't Wong. get it out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, the, 
People's Daily online. This is their amplifier channel. It's a channel set up to put the exact same content out, yeah, but then not have the state label. So then that they don't have to have people look at that and be like, oh, that's not organic content, right? Sure. And this is one we've been following for ages. Now, they usually get about, honestly, like 50 to 100 views on a lot of these videos, which is nothing. They've got the genocide denial propaganda, yeah. the whole Xinjiang tours and all that crap on here as well. So, you know, but it's, they, I'm it's just state media. Yeah, but they're not big. Yeah. But it always offends me because I, I'll see something on there do really well unnaturally. Sure. It'll just out of nowhere, right? And I, we found a new effort, a new propaganda effort. Oh, this is hilarious. we got to show you this. Yeah, but what, what I want to show you here is that look at the about page. It says, we are China as a channel focusing video content all about China, the people, and the socioeconomic development presented by People's Daily China. This channel provides viewers with some of the most engaging, interesting videos available online. It literally links to People's, yeah, People's Daily, Daily online. online. It says what it is, and yeah. YouTube won't give it a state label. So guys out there, find a way. Please. To, I mean, this is just outlandish that a state media channel doesn't have a state media label you know i'm looking at that that banner of theirs and they've got like a high-speed train and they've got that um that thingy in beijing yeah. we went to that whatever summer, summer pellet summer thingy whatever the hell that whatever. thing is the great wall pandas yeah that thing on the far right is i think it's supposed to be a scroll or something is it but it kind of looks like a CCTV camera if you look at it in a certain <laughs> way. Does. Anyway, the, the fact of the matter is this is People's Daily Online. This is state media, but it's not labeled as such. Yes. Okay? Um, and they've been putting out this campaign that we both found very interesting. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to show you. So mm -hmm. some of these videos have 80 views. Yes. And then all of a sudden, this one that you're about to bring up, all these have 20 to 50, 70,000 views. Right. But they're, par they're part of a new propaganda push, which is kind of bizarre. So we thought we'd show that to oh, you quickly. Mostly. Yeah, 20 to 50,000. Yeah. So let's see when it comes up. Which will have, yeah. Okay. It's called Reading with Xi Jinping. Okay? <laughs> yes. All right. So let's just play a little clip, then we'll explain to you exactly what's going on. Es soll das meistgelesene Werk in der deutschen Literatur sein. Goethe's Faust. Ich habe ihn gelesen und ihr bestimmt auch. Okay, what we got here is um, a, a woman reading, a German woman reading um, Faust, you know, yeah. which you're going to wonder why. Why is she reading a random book when this is about Xi Jinping? Well, you're going to find out that, first of all, first of all, this woman is, um, her name's Anna, I guess. Well, yeah, Anne, Anne Marie Lee. So, but she's also part of this whole genocide denial. Well, she works for people's day. Yeah, so like here, we can show you. Is the same channel yeah they sent her to Xinjiang yeah Yeah, so you get the idea. These are just, you know, again... We'll play it a little more because you'll see where she is. Oh, the, yeah. The classic genocide denial gate. <laughs> of course. The A-A-A-A. Yep. Doing the uh, dance. Kashgar thing. And this yep. the classic old man's in the back. Yeah, the guy they keep using. If you've watched, I did a thing called uh, China's Genocide, Genocide Theme yeah. Park. Um, you can find out all about this nonsense. But, you know... Um, why Why is this important? Well, it's not just her, okay? They're all doing this reading with Xi Jinping thing. I'll show you. And it all stems from this. Okay? Yeah, so I went back to CGTN, which is another state outlet. Yeah. And they're reposting, like, interviews from, like, old, like, 2003. Some of them are 2013. This one's 2013. Yeah, but this is a recent post. 
Yeah, but I'm saying the yeah, interview it is not, yeah, right? So they're refreshing not. these old interviews they did mm. with Xi Jinping about how smart he is and how much he loves to read. Yes. And we're like, what in the hell is going on? Well, we figured it out because lately there's been a lot of speculation as to, you know, how smart Xi Jinping actually is. Yeah, because it's people been are going around. People are like looking at his grammar and the way yeah. he speaks. And a lot of people are like, look, this dude's pretty dumb. Right. And no joke. Like, that's what people are saying. Yeah. Obviously. Chinese people as well. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Chinese people. Not, yeah. not, Obviously. not just. Yeah. People are actually starting to question how smart he really is. Sure. You know? Um, because, not, due to po- not just policy, but like you said, it's grammar. Yeah, and just, like just the way he speaks and stuff. So, this is obviously an attempt for them to, um, how can we say, like, augment his image yeah make him some look people are smarter. confused they're like why is this from 2013 the video you're seeing is from like last week or something. yeah yeah the one that we showed before with the reading we're going to get into that so let's just play this clip it'll be easier to explain this video too is from last week yeah this was posted last week even though the interview is from 2013 yeah so for the listeners he says i love reading it's uh my it's basically my favorite hobby yeah it's a big it's part, part of my, of my, my, life, my yeah. life yeah Reading all kinds of books. I read all kinds of books. Yeah, you know it, what I mean? I think it's a lifelong hobby. Yeah. And then it goes on. I took out the audio here, but you can play okay. it. It's, uh, basically, it goes on in a foreigner, like an English speaker says, like, uh, Xi Jinping loves reading. He's so smart, blah, blah, blah. And they go through all these uh, old speeches that he has about how he's always had a book in his hand. And he yeah. quotes this. Car- and he he carries this. like a thesaurus or whatever yeah. with him. Yeah, he carries like a, a dictionary and a thesaurus yeah. or whatever, and then he 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 recites the a words. Dictionary of idiom. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. A concise dictionary of philosophy. <laughs> I would recite one word and its meaning, and then hoe the field. And then hoe the field. It's such Mao era propaganda. Yeah. But anyway. The the thing is, like, it's unbelievable because they're trying to... It's so transparent. Like, yeah. it took a 10 minutes of critical thinking for us yeah. to say, like, why... You always have to look at Chinese propaganda, what they're currently doing, and then think about why they would be doing that. And there is so... If you go on the Chinese internet, before it gets scrubbed, obviously. Sure. It's a lot of dialogue and secret messages, basically, about questioning the intelligence of their leader. Because they're like, number one, the COVID policies are absolutely ridiculous now. Sure. The rest of the world's moved on, and China looks like it's kind of fake. Then they look at maps of shipments being held, and they look mm. at how poor the leadership is right now. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? Maybe this <laughs> this dude isn't as good as we thought. Sure. And then they start to question other things. Like, well, if he was really a pig farmer, then why was he a princeling millionaire? Sure. Right? If he was really this well-educated dude, then why are you trying to portray him as some countryside guy? There's too much yeah. conflicting stuff. Yeah. So then people start to ask too many questions. Hey, maybe he wasn't that smart. Yeah. So then we, Winston and I, we've just seen this barrage of propaganda mm-hmm. bringing up old things like why he, how he's so smart and so well-read. And actually, yeah. there's this whole thing they've started. So what they've done now is they've found, um, I guess we can tell, say they're just like foreign, you know, white monkeys or whatever, yeah, to, yeah, sure. to from various different countries. Strangely enough, not, not from America or any of the Five Eyes countries. No. We've noticed no, no Australians, no anything Th- like that. This is on purpose. Yeah. And they're, they're trying to divorce themselves with the Five Eyes kind of area. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. trying to prop up countries that kind of like China more. Yeah. So what they've got is all these different foreigners. We'll play a couple here. This guy is Spain, Spain and he's reading Don Quixote because basically Xi Jinping obviously published a list of books that he really likes. Yes. So at least that's 
That's what we're guessing. Like, yeah. At least with the government did it, right? Yeah. So now these different foreigners from different countries are like, I'm going to read along with Xi Jinping. Let's with talk his about book. Yeah, let's talk about his favorite book Don Quixote, yeah. for instance, this guy. So what do we got next? Um, I should probably get us out of here so people yeah. can actually see it. Um, so I'll, I'll rewind that a little bit so for those of you watching. Okay. Speak, what a surprise they'd have Russia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you, know, you don't, I mean, listeners don't really need to know what they're saying. Right? Yeah. The Tale of Genji uh, from Japan. Right. And Arabian Nights, um, you know, from Arabic world. Yeah. Anna from Xinjiang denial, genocide denial propaganda is reading Faust. And notice, this is what I mm -hmm. found fascinating. This is what What's you that? guys should pay attention to. The presenter here for uh, Renmin Wang, right? Uh, what is it? People's uh, People's, People's Daily, Daily Internet version online. So People's it's Daily online. Yeah, People's Daily online. The Chinese, um, mm -hmm. the Chinese presenter for this, the hostess, is yeah. not coming out to speak English. No, she's coming out speaking French. Yeah, the Chinese presenter. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what I mean to say. The Chinese presenter comes out. Usually, it will be in English because it's for a foreign mm -hmm. audience to be like, look how smart Xi Jinping is. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, if you look at the subtitles there, it's like Rinmin Wang Fawen So it means she's from the French. Correct. But you um, understand they usually wouldn't highlight, they would highlight the majority language people. They would put right. the English, like the best, prettiest English speaker out there normally for this sure. kind of stuff. And you're seeing a shift in them promoting non-English, non-Five Eyes stuff. Now, I, I think what happened here is that they approached like a French dude and asked him to do this. And he was like, piss off <laughs> seriously you know french I, can be like that i think they could have found someone <laughs> yeah. a german yeah that's true but i mean she they, already... found, they found people from all around the world yeah it's true anyway i just feel like i'm gonna give the french this one tick and say like sure. they actually were like piss off ha 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 you know what i mean <laughs> you go after it's crazy you go after like ireland and you go after all these countries but you don't go after france it's interesting well, why should i france no I, awesome. I i like france too but, you know, yeah I'm no I, I don't go after ireland either it's just <laughs> leprechauns and potatoes and shit you know and four leaf clovers or something and right. a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow okay <laughs> that's all i go anyway, after anyway yeah the analysis we're trying to get at here is yeah. that i think i'm you have to admit i'm at least somewhat correct here. sure there's, i mean there's the, the fact of the matter is that. they had to find a, a French-speaking sure. person. And if you look at all the other people, they all work for the People's Daily Online. Yes, yes. All these foreigners that they the majority, used, yeah, the majority. All, from what all the subtitles say. So she's just the French connection in this, you know, in this particular um, situation. And since they didn't have a, a foreign Frenchie, they had to get a, a French-speaking sure. Chinese person. And I still think that that guy was sitting there with a the beret and, you know, it's like... I'm going to agree to disagree. I <laughs> he's, really think... He's like, peace off. <laughs> I think there's something I think there's something more to this because the yeah. point of her is to is to be a narrator. She's not one of the foreign readers. She's oh. coming to introduce the show. Let's see. Yeah, maybe you're right. See, she's the Chinese person that her job is to introduce Xi Jinping. Mm -hmm. I think I'm right, dude. I don't know, man, because look, they're all introducing it. Look, the Russians no, are right. saying... you're right about that. You know, but I do think it has something to do with it, moving away from... 
It's oh yeah, it's definitely moving away from that. But I still think they only use the Chinese French speaker because no French guy did it, or they didn't have one on this is, retainer. The thing about my theory is that it's easier to prove <laughs> than yours because yours relies on this fake French man on this baguette pedestal. Oh, but look, they did have the. They do. Do you see? You're talking nonsense. Because look here, this woman over here is like. Um, Let's see. Yeah, listen. She was captivated by the descriptions. No, I'm saying, look, she's the English speakers. speaking. I'm saying native speakers. I'm saying the person that came out to introduce Xi Jinping was not an English speaker this time. And that's something they would normally have done. Neither was the Russian who also introduced what they like to read in this place and that. But they will just have their own role to play. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Either way, we're definitely correct about this. I think we're definitely correct <laughs> sure. about this reading thing. That's ridiculous. So this is just a propaganda push to to um, say that Xi Jinping is a smart man who likes to read a lot. Yes. That's really the be-all and the end yeah. of all. We don't really need to look no, any further. It's just interesting that they're trying to get all these different um, yeah. foreign It's definitely to Belt and Road. It's that kind of vibe. It's like countries that didn't shun China. Yeah. Right. Like, who else do we have here? They didn't get People's Daily America. You know what I mean? No. It's not like that. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, we already had. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, Japanese. Japanese. This, oh, this guy's from Swahili. Okay. Yeah, in Swahili. So he speaks in Swahili. He's not speaking English. Yeah. yeah. People's Daily, you know, the Swahili branch. Yeah. It's basically all their little um, infiltrations around the world, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we wanted to. I Mateo. mean, I don't want to. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm not going to get down on someone's appearance, but it kind of... This is the Italian guy, you know? He does, he does look like um, someone you wouldn't want to meet in dark alley. I don't always want to have to save you. <laughs> you don't have to. I'm just being honest. I feel like he'll stab you in the ribs with a stiletto or something. This guy went straight up with the propaganda about how Italy and China are deep friends and stuff. Remember when China backstabbed Italy during yeah, the pandemic? Yeah, of course. Anyway, um, who else? We've got a, a Kazakh over here. Um, we've got a Portuguese woman over here. Yeah, from Brazil. What if she's from Portugal? That could be. I'm just assuming because they are trying to get in Brazil real bad. It's probably probably Brazil. Um, and who else? That she's probably Korean, right? Go keep going. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, on, she's Korean. Yeah. Um, uh, Korean. Now that there's the uh, Frenchy French again. One. Mm -hmm. What is this dude? This guy is from the oh, Fowen. Oh, he, they French. did find a French. I told guy. you. I told you. Well, then what's oh, going on here? I knew it. France does not escape from this. He doesn't represent French people. You know, where is his... What is with where you is taking his... France's side today? I don't know. You don't have French in you, right? No. No. No, no. My first girlfriend is French, but that's... Oh, there we go. No, it's got, nothing, it's got nothing to do go. with that. It's got nothing to do with that. Still remembering the good days. Huh. Anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway, that's the thing. <laughs> anyway, we get the point. Now... What is she on, like, Western? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, we've basically got all these people from all over the world reading with Xi Jinping, and that's their new thing. Okay. And that's pretty much what's new. That is what's... I mean, that's... 
It was one of those things where we want to point out when uh, mm -hmm. the propaganda is going a certain direction. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And when it's it, when you see it out there, you kind of get lost in it. But mostly, we really want to focus on the fact that um, uh, the Chinese government's using these amplifier channels without getting labeled, and then people can go out there and see them, and we think they're being artificially boosted. Sure. Because you don't have videos that get 80 views, and then the next one gets 48,000. No, sure, of right? course. It doesn't make any sense, right? Look, it, it's very, very much proven that the, the Chinese Communist Party will boost certain videos, and they will put money into, and they will also, you know, get the people that work for them to go out and Sure. You know, share out certain videos, give them thumbs up and so on. But I think the important takeaway mm. here is that when they, they do these subtle, thi subtle things, when there's some sort of thing they're trying to combat, and that's mm. definitely the rumor that's going around that Xi Jinping's not very smart. Yeah, it's definitely exactly. that. It's, it's got to be that. I mean, what else is the point to dredge up old 20-year interviews about this? Yeah, it right? is. It's kind of bizarre. Anyway, let's uh, answer some super chats before we move into our main topic today, which of course is why you clicked on this, uh, the yes. whole soft power hour. We have some fascinating stuff to talk about. Yes. So what do we got? Um, Anthony Saints, thank, thank you very much. Thank you for your generosity. David Brooks, have you guys met any famous celebrities at all? Um, I mean, other YouTubers for sure. I bumped into Mr. Bean when I was in England when I was like 15 oh, years old. The real one or an impersonator? No, the real guy. Oh, that's cool. I was staying on a farm that was next to his. Oh, that's neat. Um, uh, it's called Water Perry Estate, and uh, the, he drove in and asked for directions. Oh. Yeah. Of his own area. You know, he was asking, I, I don't know if he was like, but he came and he asked for directions. Oh, like, weird. how do I get to XYZ from here? So. Oh, I just thought it would be weird to ask directions next to your own house. No, you don't understand. It was a massive estate. He was uh, probably coming in to go to somewhere in that, because that estate did... Um, Oh, you know, like, directions like in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that, yeah, that yeah, estate they did like what do you call that stuff like nursery? They had plants and yeah, you know, like, like yeah. they had greenhouses, greenhouse and, and stuff. So yeah. he's probably coming to get something, makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah. that's it's cool. pretty, it's like an old historic estate that's like hundreds of years old and all that kind of crap. It's kind of interesting. David Brooks also asks, uh, what concerts and rock gigs you've been to? I've I saw one of my favorite concerts, it's crazy, it was Weird Al. It was, he was so fun cool. to watch live. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's not him just singing songs. It's a, every song's a full-on, like, play. Okay. Like, full-on presentation with audience. You Must know. be so much fun. Very fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen a bunch of bands, though. So. Uh, I've seen. I, I've only Guster ever been to, like to one concert my entire life. Oh, really? What was it? Well, in South Africa, we didn't really get international bands often. You know? It didn't really happen much. It was very seldom. And if it was, it was never anything that I was interested in. So I went to uh, one called Diary of Dreams. Oh, I know about that band. You showed me that. Yeah. Some goth thing. Yeah, it was a goth thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was very interesting. Actually, it's funny. I saw this, uh, this. It was like, you know those old news reports from the 90s where they teach you about stuff? It'd be like, next on Hardline. Or right, whatever. right. And it's like, we're going to expose what teens are getting involved in. And it was about the goth scene in the yeah. 90s. And it was so, they're like... I put on this makeup to show the internet. No, it's nothing like that. <laughs> oh, South African okay. God seems very different. Different, okay. But it was it was annoying because, well, um, I remember they had like a kind of a famous DJ be the MC from Radio 5, which was like the hip channel. And he came on, I remember, to like introduce him and stuff. And at the end, he was like, all right, everybody ready for an encore? And nobody said yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they still they're did like, play again. And everyone was like, go. yeah, because like we, we kind of used to have a nickname for them, Diarrhea of Dreams, because their songs are all the same. That, type so, thing. that sounds apt. But it was more about like going there with your mates and having fun. And, sure. 
getting drunk. Shaze, mm. why don't you move on? He said, for F's sakes, move on. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. No, yeah. I'm not capitulating. I'm reading another one. Yeah. Um, free speech respecter. Does Merman eat... Merman. <laughs> eat sushi? I love sushi, absolutely. It's great. Um, and then one more, David Brooks. How is ancient China or Genghis Khan taught to kids? Well, it's called the Yuan Dynasty. Mm. And the Yuan Dynasty is when Mongolia conquered the world, yes. including China. And China, the Chinese government teaches that as it was actually just a Chinese dynasty. Yes, it was just part of China. Yeah. yeah. Which anyway. is very interesting. It's ridiculous. Anyway, we're going to move on to our main segment here, guys, which is Soft Power Hour, where we talk about how the Chinese government is changing your mind and using your own ways against you. And it's very, yeah. very apt in this episode. This oh, is it's, very it's important. about soft power. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So anyway, let's take a look. What you're seeing behind you, we're going to play a little clip, okay? Then we'll talk about it. Meet, meet John Kevin, global talent partner at VPass Solutions. I think we have to set this up. This guy added a Uyghur activist on LinkedIn. Yes. Okay. Now, you might notice this, and we actually have asked you guys before, but if you ever follow us, for instance, on Twitter or, or something like that, do you suddenly get followed by random accounts? You know, because what's happened here is um, this guy added a Uyghur activist and almost immediately random people started to follow him. Now, let's see the kind of people that were following him. Oh, MS, BS, project management certificate, managed over 13 projects. Wow. Wow. Solar City for 10 years. Recruitment specialist. Oh, and Columbia and Shanghai Jiatong University. What a guy. What a guy. Now let's meet this other guy, Benson. Wow, he wants to connect too. Oh, wow, MS, BS. Oh, Solar City, 10 years, five months. Wow, also talented. Recruitment specialist, Columbia, Shanghai Jiaotong University. Wow, multi talented. And now let's meet Chen Kevin, senior director, MS, BS, project management certificate, PMI. Solar City for 10 years and five months. Oh my God, the talent recruitment specialist, Columbia University, Shanghai Jiaotong University. <laughs> now, yeah, let's explain this. So basically, if you guys couldn't hear that clearly or whatever, this guy followed a Uyghur activist on LinkedIn and he immediately gets followed by accounts that have the exact same background. Exactly the same. So it's basically they worked copy at and paste. Solar City. Yeah. They went to Shanghai Jiaotong University, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, this is prolific. Mm. And we've talked to multiple people that have reached out now that have been approached by Chinese agents on LinkedIn to try to recruit information from them. Yeah. Number two, other people just to harass them. It's right? there to harass and to keep an eye on you. Y yes. So basically, uh, because he followed a Uyghur activist, he connected with a Uyghur activist on LinkedIn. These Chinese bots that are obviously working for the Chinese government, when I say bots, they're really people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but they set them up. It's like fake accounts. Yes. And they get what sounds like credible information. Sure. So, but they're a bit sloppy. They're always yeah. sloppy. It's yeah. Chabador. So what they do is they pass it around. Ah, oh, just say you're from this and that. Copy and paste this. So they join and they seem credible. If it was just one of them, you'd think that that's a credible person. You might add them. Yes. Then they would be able to spy on you and start to talk to you and ask you about that Uyghur dissident or pretend like you're someone that's there to help Uyghur dissidents or something and if you can pass on the information or whatever the case. They use all sorts of funny ways to try and sabotage that person. And the same happens with us. Like, yeah. If you follow us on Twitter, you might start to get followed by random Wu Mao's. Oh, it might. Yeah. Almost yeah. everyone. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. These days, yeah. 
And then they might start to, every time you try to reply to one of our tweets or something, they'll reply to you to say how wrong and racist and evil and whatever we are. It's basically just a tactic to try and silence and discredit yeah. us. And that's what and, they're and doing. And also to track, mm. you know, for, for data analysis, to track who's following and why, right? Yeah. It's this whole thing, right? And this is how they work, is the Chinese government has this huge security, biggest security apparatus in the mm. world. Mm -hmm. And they use their mass, huge population whether it be PLA, People's yeah. Liberation Army, you know, people that just do it out of their own kindness of their heart, or yeah. even prisoners, because we got some leaked stuff that we're going to cover here. Yeah. Okay. So now this is this is kind of important. Okay. The cyber warrior formed by the People's Liberation Army. Now this has Let's just been le leaked and um, uh, translated, yes. which is great. So let's go through this. Um, right. This is basically a very like low. Not low effort, low technology, like PowerPoint that we're going to go through. Yeah. But uh, basically, yeah. so here's, uh, this is in Sichuan. So this mm -hmm. is in Western China. It's, it's called Han, Han Wangshan Prison. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, a training course. What they're doing here is they're actually, this, these are some old photos, but again, this is leaked and translated. So these yeah. are getting prisoners and teaching them how to copy paste, teach them how to get in there and find certain topics to steer the, the conversation around. Mm. And this is creating farms of Wu Mao. So Wu yeah. Mao being internet trolls, right? Now you have to understand, China uses prisoners a lot, yeah. okay? Um, and in very unscrupulous ways. Garlic. For instance, yeah, the garlic thing's massive. The reason why the rest of the world cannot compete with uh, China's garlic industry, sounds strange, but if you look at where your garlic comes from, it's probably coming from China. Yeah. It's because, don't buy Chinese garlic. No, don't. Slave it's labor. because they force the prisoners, and it's terrible what they force them to do, to peel the garlic and prepare yeah. the garlic. Now, usually that, that kind of labor is expensive. It doesn't matter where you come from in the world, you have to pay someone to sit there yeah. and peel the garlic and prepare the garlic. Yeah. Okay? Uh, or you have to set up very expensive machines, whatever the case, but it's an expensive exercise. But in China, it's free yeah. because they just force the prisoners to do it. And the prisoners are doing it with their teeth, their hands. Yeah. And because it's it does bad things to you over time, they've got, they're getting injuries from doing this. You know, It yeah. really messes them up. But they're forced to do it and they have no say because they're prisoners, right? So they use prisoners to do things like that, like prepare garlic and stuff. And they also use prisoners to go on the internet and act as China's cyber warriors, so yep. to speak, to go and attack people like me and people like uh, Lao 86 and people like you as well, if you yep. have an opinion they don't like. Right. So, so it's not just garlic slavery, it's uh, internet slavery as yeah. well. Yeah, and I, you know, that's the thing. It's it's really kind of a, a, a shitty thing to do, to force prisoners to do anything, really. But China's very good at forcing prisoners to do terrible things, and this just being one of them. Yeah. And of course, they do pay people to do this as well, outside of the yeah, prison. Not, not in the prison, obviously. No, no, but in the prison, it's they do it for it's free, slave obviously. labor. And yeah. they, they've actually, uh, they've used prisoners in the past through gold farming and MMORPGs. So yeah. like, remember World of Warcraft in its heyday, they would make prisoners prisoners farm gold yeah so if you were playing you could technically be running into chinese prisoners farming that gold i gotta be honest if i was a prisoner that'd be something i'd want to do at least you get to play a game yeah but the problem is because it wasn't as grueling as forced labor they would make them do it for like 20 hours at a time right so <laughs> terrible yeah anyway so this second one's a Ning ningbo education so that's near shanghai actually yeah so these are separate places ningbo education this is the ccp construction network for cyber warriors the next mm -hmm. one is the appointment ceremony of the core cyber warriors and the report of the experts in 
in response to public opinion situation. That translates to um, basically guiding the public opinion online. Yes. So remember, China doesn't just block stuff with a firewall. They guide the opinion. So not just in English, mm-hmm. but also in Chinese. If something, someone's talking about Peng Shui, remember the tennis yeah. player, the yeah. sexual harassment case, they'll guide, they'll send thousands of people into guide or upvote certain comments, yes. downvote certain comments, and then also say, you know, if you really think about it, blah, 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 and try to coerce the situation. Yeah, and of course, they, that's how they take over things like Quora, etc. Correct, you know. yes, which they've successfully done. Yeah. The opening ceremony of the Cyber uh, Warrior training class of Xinjiang Agricultural University, so they're doing this within university as well. Now, some of these mm-hmm. are very old pictures, but what we're seeing now is actually some follow-up information. So go, mm-hmm. to the next, mm-hmm. go to the next slide on this PPT. Yeah, wonderful PPT. <clears throat> Let's do it. So okay. here. This is more important. Now, this is much more recent. This is from 2017. Yeah. But this is uh, very rare to see this kind of information. Yeah, don't, it usually doesn't leak out. No, it doesn't mm-hmm. get leaked. But this mm-hmm. is being leaked and translated, which is great. This is the China Railway Construction 2017 New Media Business and Cyber Warrior Training Course. Mm-hmm. How to Manipulate Consciousness, the Four Basic Methods. And they actually go through how they create a Wumao. So you yeah. guys, you know what a Wumao is, the paid internet troll from China. They go in, they say things like F your mom or something like this. And then the more nuanced ones will be like, oh yeah, what about whatever? Yeah, or what about America? America? Yeah, or they'll, they'll do things like, I really used to like your videos, but... But, but we've seen them shift over yeah, time. they go all over the place. It's weird to see an official playbook translated yeah. for four principles. And we're gonna go through these, how they create these trolls. Yeah. So number one, limit your knowledge of the world. Close your five senses. Limiting the perception of awareness of the five senses makes you deaf, blind, insensitive, and pedantic. Deaf to external things. So in other words, like if someone's speaking logic to you, you just ignore it. (laughs) What about number two? Number two says, pleasure is likened to wine, making you drunk every day. Destroy the moral values and beliefs of the Chinese people. Let them indulge themselves. Have fun in time and indulge in sensuality and material pleasures. It occupies all your time. Okay, use fear as a knife at the people. The CCP uses its control over social material and wealth. The deprivation of work rights, the deprivation of pensions and uh, what of, of pensions and pensions. <laughs> Why does it say that twice? Not a great translation. Now, the use of coercion and torture, the use of labor camps, brainwashing centers, and re-education centers, torture, live organ harvesting. Um, assassination and massacres and the dictatorship machines range from the armed police, police, urban management, aunt in Chaoyang district, the police and legal committee and the 610 office, etc. So for you guys, if you're confused, these headings here are what are on the board. They're teaching to people and these things below are are explanations of how this works. The last one, I can't read it because we're... Oh, there we no, go. No, there it is. Uh, the CCP puts a label on you. You you Let you cannot forget this fear. Mm-hmm. The CCP puts a label on you, inciting the masses to fight and scold you so that you cannot forget this fear. Yeah. So okay. getting people to mass attack, basically, Yeah. Um, are some of the principles. Now, this is what they're talking about um, when it comes to attacking domestic people in yes. China, obviously, yes. for those of you who are confused, because it shows you how they can control people. Okay, what they can do to coerce people. So go after their money, go after their um, you know, work rights, deprive their pensions, that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. And of course, put a label, make sure that they never forget and that the people, like basically name and shame them. Because that works very well in China. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. 
Okay, next. So this actually we thought was was apt to... We don't know if this is like an... It's not state media necessarily. This is a nationalist account, like a pretty yeah. well-known nationalist account yeah. on uh, Twitter. And what he was posting was these responses to make a battle manual for yeah. people to go out there and combat narratives, right? Yes. So for example, it'll give you... It'll give you something that people tend to say about the Chinese government and what yeah. you should reply with. And this yes. can be copy-paste. This can be like your own version of it. But this is how you can shut down any argument about the Chinese government. Yeah. So it's like almost admitting that these problems are real mm. and the arguments that people are posing are real. But this is what you can... This is some special technique, magical yeah, so, tool to Yeah, exactly. Down. So if someone comes at you with this question, like a legitimate question, this is how you deflect. Yes. This is what you do. So yes. the first thing is, one, person seeking notices type... Question: Can you tell me where uh, Liu Xiaobao, uh, Liu Xiaobao, Liu Xiaobao, <laughs> yeah, Liu Xiaobao, yeah, Liu Xiaobao, Xia isn't it? Supposed to be Liu Xiaobao. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Went. None of his family could find him, so that you could insert anyone. Do, do you know where Peng Shuai went, etc., yeah. etc.? Well, Liu so, Xiaobao, yeah, yeah, obviously we know is the Nobel Prize yes, guy. Yes, the guy who got disappeared. Yeah. So the response should be: Can you tell me where these people go? Not only their family members, but even the FBI couldn't find them. If you are so fond of finding people, please help these poor children too. The FBI official website is for you. If you find any clues, please provide them immediately. Thank you. See this? So this is mm. like a, it's a deflection and it really works on some But By the way, for, for context, he's gotten a bunch of pictures of missing people. Yeah. Just like, just missing people in America. You know how in America they actually report missing people, not <laughs> yeah. like in China? Right. Okay. That's yeah, the thing. It's not like a hidden seeker. No, like if someone goes missing, you put their their thing out. It's on a milk carton or whatever. Yeah. Have you seen this man? Yeah. Have you seen this girl? Or have you seen this person? Right. Um, and you'll get Amber Alerts and things like that. That's yeah. something that's actually quite alien to to China. Yes. But you see, if someone asks, "Where is this famous this this dissident that disappeared? His family can't find him." What you do to combat that is you say, "Oh yeah." Well, can you tell me where these people went? And then put missing people out there. Even the FBI can't find them. That's a deflection. Right. Ridiculous whataboutism crap. Oh, right? look, the Chinese actually says Chen Qiu Shi, which is not the Liu Xiaobao. We're just reading the English. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, you get the idea. Yeah, correct. So you could insert anyone there that's gone missing like Peng Shui. Then they're like, oh, yeah, what about these missing people? A random ass from the FBI database or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, okay, what's the next deflection tool that they have? Man, you like to put these slides as long. Okay. <laughs> so this is uh, number two says, say you're a cyber warrior type. So the example, the question is posting, reduce sentences, posting to receive salary. So if this is basically translates to when people insinuate that you are a Wu Mao. Yeah. That you're getting paid to post propaganda online. This is what you can say back to them. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah. The response is, is it illegal to use a proxy? A VPN. Uh, yeah, a VPN. Am I getting my sentence reduced by breaking the law or am I breaking the law to get legal wages? So this literally admits, yeah. and it fits right in, that this is a prisoner, yes. that it has to go out there and say this kind of stuff. Yeah. And when somebody insinuates, hey, are uh, they paying you in prison? Yeah, or if they insinuate that you're a woman working for the Chinese government, yeah. they'll be like, using VPNs is illegal. So am I breaking the law then? Right. You know, to go and get legal wages. How can I use illegal means to get to get legal wages? You see, it's this right. this stupid mental gymnastics. Yes. Because obviously, the prisoners and Wu Mao and the cybersecurity apparatus of China don't need a VPN. They yeah. have open internet access. That's Correct. how it works. Yes. 
Otherwise, they can't go out there. So this attack. is like a kind of a leaked way of saying like, yeah, this is what you can say to them. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I'm, I just got to do a little something here. Where was it there? Projection! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. Anyway, let's see what the next one is. Um, which, by the way, seriously, using a VPN is illegal, is illegal. in China. Yeah. Don't listen to anyone who tells no. you otherwise. We've this got- is a it's a talking point with like some of the shills. They pretend like it's legal. And they, yeah. Actually, it's the Chinese government's prerogative to tell people that it is legal in English. Yes. They don't say that to their own citizens. No, no, no. Because no, it's no. illegal. Yeah, it is. Okay, here's the third one. I'll read the question. You, you read the answer for this one. So, three, the type of Democrats rushing you back to China. So... If they say, you love China, hate foreign countries so much, why don't you go back to China? Okay? Which I guess, if somebody's out there saying how shitty America is and all that stuff and how great China is, and someone pipes up and says, well, if you like China so much, why don't you go back to China? Yes, this is a way to defend people that shit on other countries. But by the way... I'm, how many times have you, <laughs> oh had, have you had that said to you? Yeah. You know, you complain about... Something. Anything in yeah. China, anything in anything. China, and they're like, "Why don't you go back to your country? Yeah. Like, That's get the, the hell out of it." It's response. the first thing you get. So, yeah. like, anyway, what they're trying to say is, how do you deal with that if someone says that to you? Responses in China, you you make up lies that you cannot criticize the government and that China is not free. I go abroad and criticize the local government, but you want to drive me back to China. What are you afraid of? Is not that I criticize your government. What you're afraid of is that I'll expose your stupid excuses and choices. Yeah. So you see how this works, right? So it's basically trying to say um, China has freedom of speech. Yes. Is what he's saying. Well, it's also he's also saying that you say, you claim that China doesn't have freedom of speech, so I go to your country yeah. and I use the freedom of speech there. And now, and now you try to, to silence it. me, you know, right. you try to send me back that to That is yeah. very yeah, much. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's ridiculous how these guys operate, but it's very easy to see. And these are just... Uh, you can use the these, put these in your toolkit, right? Yeah, you look you can out use for it. stuff like this. You can, if you want, you can use it against the wool mouse. Because no, what I'm saying is, you can see this now. Yeah. you'll go out there. You see variations of these four things. Correct. Yeah. Okay, the next one. You read the question. I'll do the answer. Uh, it says, "What did you say about the 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 number of numbers? Don't make very much sense." XXX case and XXX. What did you say about whatever case in whatever village in whatever year? So this yeah. is a response. So when somebody picks out a specific thing. Yeah, if they're like, what about that chemical 19, leak? Or a 1980, Oh, yeah, Tiananmen Square, 1989. Square, yeah, exactly. That's actually what they're referring to. Probably. The response is, what happened to the Black Dahlia case? Has the Zodiac killer been caught? <laughs> what did the Atlanta Ripper say at the, at the end? You have a case that you care about, and I also have a case that I like. Halfway through our conversation, you suddenly bring up a case that I don't care about. So please help and solve the case that I care more about first. And let's continue the conversation. What is that? That is, of course. <laughs> you know, what we're doing here again is we're just, it's all about deflection. So if someone brings up, hey, listen, um, you know, what, what do you think about the Tiananmen Square massacre in 1989? That's He's really like, what they're referring to. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. The chemical leak that, that, that yeah, the, the milk powder scandal sure. that killed all those Tons. children. Yeah, whatever. If you bring that up, they're like, what about the Black Dahlia case? I mean, Black Dahlia, wasn't that from the 1800s? <laughs> when was that? That's like black and white. Look it up. Look <laughs> it up. It's back when the world was black and white. Dude, right? it's back when, before color. Way before color. Yeah. That's like really when old. What the color again? I can't even remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Black <laughs> Dahlia murder case. Yeah, it's definitely really old. 47. Oh, it's 1947. It was before color, though. Okay, yeah. Should be called the black and white Dahlia. You yeah. know what I mean? Monochrome Dahlia. Anyway, the fact of the matter is um, they they have to freaking go back so far to bring up some random case. Obviously, he's using an example, but basically, 
This is classic whataboutism. Yes. If you say like, what about poverty in rural China? They'll say, oh, what about the homeless people in LA? Yeah. It's like rather than address the problem, they'll point fingers somewhere else. That's correct. They, they can't address the problem. No. It's impossible. You're no. not allowed to talk about it in China. I just love these because what it shows you is that yeah. they're very aware of the real, real criticism. Yeah. But it's like, this is, it's so uh, clinical. Yeah. It's like, this is not how to participate in the dialogue. This is just what you got to say, and then yeah. they'll make that go away, and you've done your job to change. Correct, yeah. So <laughs> you know I mean? just copy and paste this, and you'll you'll defeat them in, in uh, the argument, you know And then I mean? it's cha-ching, five mile in yeah, your f- bank Yeah, 50 account. cents, yeah. yeah. Ridiculous, anyway. So the, the conclu- there's a conclusion here. Uh, it says, when they throw any of the above four types of questions in a match, they've actually lost. They say this because they have nothing to say about what you're discussing, they want to divert the subject and waste your energy. Wait up. I mean, that's mental gymnastics, triple gold medals in yeah. a row, yeah. standing on the podium, yeah. screw everyone it's, else. It's probably the only sport that China will consistently win gold in forever. The Chinese government. Yeah, yeah for of sure. course. Well, um, China is in the Chinese government. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I want to divert the subject and waste your energy. After understanding this logic, you will know that answering them seriously is self-depleting and meaningless. <laughs> Although the heart is what you say is none of my business, uh, you know, that's yeah. means what you mean. Yeah. On the surface, it's still necessary to use the skills to defeat the Nazis. Nonsense. So what this is, is like a coaching thing. It's like, even if you want to have a meaningful response, just use, yes. don't do that. You're just going to waste your time. Yeah. Use these tools. Yeah. I know, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, and they say that, you know, answering them seriously is self-depleting and meaningless. So in other yeah. words, don't ever tell the truth. No. Don't answer seriously. No. Um, anyway, it's just kind of fascinating to to see some of these tactics. Oh, it's rare that they just are so candid and this kind of stuff leaks out, Yeah, um, which is great. But anyway, mm-hmm. this is right along these lines as well. You know, we've, we've talked about the Great Translation Movement. Again, if you're new here, yeah. it's a group of Chinese dissidents or Chinese people in general that are want the rest of the world to see mm-hmm. that the Chinese government can't hide behind the language barrier. Sure. The stuff that they do to brainwash their citizens, they translate into English and other languages to put it out there and say, this is actually how it is, so treat them accordingly. Yeah. Treat the Chinese government accordingly. Yeah, because the Chinese government is two-faced. Okay, What they right. project to the rest of the world is not what they project to the local people in China. And the discussions that happen and that are condoned and allowed to happen on the Chinese internet, the most controlled internet in the world, very much reflects exactly what the Chinese government wants. Right. Okay. Right. So things that get popped up to the top of Weibo, big discussions that go around mm. the Chinese internet, they are condoned by the government. Otherwise, they would be censored. Okay, it's that simple. It's black and white. There's no gray area there. Mm. And so when these things pop up and they're discussed, the Great Translation Movement uh, translates them, and the Chinese government hates this so much. You know, it's I'm very happy to see his Chinese ox actually follows him. You see that? Yeah, followed by Chinese. Which ox. is, I'm, I'm glad to see he's coming around. Yeah, I still think he wants. Maybe us he's there. trying to find them. Oh. I didn't think about that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So what's going on is the very, what Winston just explained to you mm-hmm. is so much more important than, I don't want to say wh- how you should think, but it's so much more important than you think because this is the first time mm-hmm. in all of the CCP's history that they've had to stand up to actual damning proof. Yes. Like there's always been damning proof, but damning proof on such a massive scale that has been directly translated. Yeah. Usually it's like some quip here, some this thing here, or this protest here. This is a compilation of every bad deed yeah. translated into plain English for the whole yeah, world. Yeah, and it started see. with the whole Ukraine thing because right. the way China's been so two-faced about that, trying to project to the world they don't take sides, 
But in domestic media and, and the daily news in China, it's all about supporting Russia and how bad Ukraine is and how bad the West is. And it's just out there. It's not hidden in no, in like veiled speech. It's used to being hidden. Yeah, they, they used to people not being able to understand yes, it. So the Great Translation Movement sprung out of the need to actually just put it out there and like, this is what they're actually saying. So you know, there's a bunch of people like us out there, obviously. There's Chinese dissidents that make YouTube videos about uh, you know pro-democracy, anti-CCP stuff. There's people like us that speak out. There's people like Lila Farley that speaks out. There's a bunch mm. of people like us out there, yeah. but China never talks about us because yes. we're, we're blocked from the internet. Yeah, they, they don't can't. want Chinese people to watch us or yes. Lila or anybody like this. Because they don't want people to walk away with a different perspective, right? Correct, correct. But let me tell you how crazy this is. Hmm. In the face of all this kind of dissidence or pro-democracy or anything, they always shut it down, block yes. it out. But this is the first time I've seen them have to address something directly. Yeah. You know, we, we've covered this before, but the, on multiple outlets on Chinese state media, they are covering the Great Translation Movement directly because they're so scared yes. of the damage that it's doing. And they ran this clip. Yeah, we're going to show this to you in its entirety quickly, and then we'll talk about it. Let's go. Hello, 把我国国内一些社交媒体上的一些极个别的极端言论翻译成了多种语言，并配以图片，在境外平台上。Okay, what we need to talk about though, um, let's go back to that quickly. Is uh, again, they're talking about foreign forces. They love foreign forces. Yeah. Okay, so this guy comes on as an expert, right? Yeah.我们接下来有请下一位观众。嗯，三位老师好。Okay. A fourth year a, student yeah, at the, the Hunan Nanhua University. Okay, what does he have to say? So, since the outbreak of the war, he's talking about the, the Russia Ukraine war. Um, the cyber warriors of foreign forces. They okay. can't deal with the fact that the Great Translation Movement is Chinese people. Yeah, and it's Chinese people in China and yeah. Chinese people outside of China. It's yeah. like a, a group of people. It is. It's ridiculous that they have to label them as foreign forces. They have to because there is no way. It goes against the narrative that every single Chinese person is anti-democracy and pro-CCP. Yeah. They can't deal with that. No, they can't. I just can't stand the fact that they always have to blame foreign forces. It's yeah, so dumb. We need to get a soundbite for that eventually. Yeah, we don't yeah. have anything for that right oh, now. Oh, by the way, those those ridiculous sound effects, this is an edit someone made. They put examples like flipping it on its head in between these things, which yeah. we don't need to cover. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, if you're, yeah. if you're quick, you'll pick up. So they conduct the Great Translation Movement. They say the these foreign forces, right? In other yeah. words, foreign cyber warriors. So people like us, apparently. Yeah. We're conducting this. We have yeah. nothing to do with it. Yeah, this. we're foreign forces. Yeah, we are foreign forces, yeah, for sure. Apparently. And then what they're doing is they're showing the um, headlines because the Great Translation Movement has made it into mainstream media. Yeah, the Chinese government's trying to downplay it and say, oh, it's just a yeah. it's just stupid little thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Foreign forces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they translate... It's my favorite quote. Yeah, this is great. They translate extremely rare speeches in some Chinese, Chinese media. Oh, sorry. So extremely rare extreme speeches in some Chinese media. 
Okay. They're claiming, and this is what the Chinese government's been claiming, is that the stuff that the Chinese or that the Great Translation Movement translates are some weird, obscure, tiny little extremist viewpoints yeah. which don't represent everyone. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because what they do is they take the most upvoted things that are on the biggest headlines on yeah. Weibo or various other yeah. things, and they translate the comments and they translate the articles. That's not extreme. That's mainstream. They pick the top ones. Yeah, the, the and big to be things. fair, they'll also translate the top positive comments as yes, well, to, yeah. so that there's balance. They do both. But you know, it's very it's very simple to say. It's like you know, whenever you um, you're let's just say you're for a specific movement. Okay, whatever it is, let's just say so you're random movement, and there's some extreme people that are attached to it, they kind of ruin it for everyone else. If you're a part of that movement, you'll be like, look, there are always going to be extreme violent people as part of our movement, you know, and we can't do anything about that. That's, this, you know, it, you'll find that in every movement, you sure. know? And that's usually the excuse. And they're trying to use that excuse here, but it's not a small little fringe element. It's a very big part of it. It's actually the main, the mainstream stuff that's being yeah. translated. It's not like some extreme rare comments. No. And the important yeah. thing to to note from that is it's a direct symptom of what the Chinese government pushes for the xenopho for xenophobia on the public. Yeah, it teaches the public to have these xenophobic viewpoints, and then gets really mad when they get translated. Yeah, I know because that's that's what they want. They want both. They, they want to have their cake and eat it too. They yeah. want to teach their their citizens to hate everyone in the whole world, and the yeah. whole world is at fault for every problem in China. And then for the rest of the world, they say, oh, "We would never say anything like that. We want cooperation. You guys are the mean ones." Yes. That's that's what's happening. It's exactly here. what they're doing. That's so, what this is. Yeah, when you teach your populace that foreign forces are the, the root of all of your problems, and then some people go out there and start saying racist and, and xenophobic yeah. things like, oh, I hate Americans and they're pieces yeah. of shit and all that. And then that gets translated and you're like, oh, they're just translating the most extreme comments. That's you're like, dude, case, you made them say that, okay? <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, with the control you have over your you can internet, get rid of those. you could absolutely, anyone says anything bad, that you don't like, it's removed. Yes. And it's not about like, oh, it's too difficult to remove. No, they can take keywords and completely scrub them from the entire Chinese yes. internet. And right. they've done that multiple times. They have. You know, so there's no excuses here about like, oh, we overlooked some extreme comments. No, no. we allowed those extreme comments and we allowed them to be boosted and talked about. Yes. You know? Anyway. Okay, so we got something else here, which is kind of interesting. You want to bring this in? No, that's, this is just part of this. Oh, it's part of it. Okay, all right. I'll get us out of here so everyone can see. Okay. So again, here, um, use the expert teacher's opinions. This is an expert teacher. He says the forces behind the anti-translation uh, movement come from anti-China forces. The Great Translation Movement. Yeah, yeah of course. This was, yeah, the Great Translation Movement is what I said. The, uh, you said anti-translation movement. Oh, sorry. Well, no, the no. anti, yeah, the yeah. anti, sorry. There's too many forces going on. I know, you notice that? Like... Use the Frick, force. You know, you've got the Air Force, yeah. you've got the whatever, foreign now you've forces. got the Foreign Force. you got the Force of Star Wars. Yeah. Anyway, the fact is, the forces behind them come from anti-China forces. Yeah. That's what he says. He literally yeah. says that, okay? Um, let's see. Oh, including uh, Taiwan. 
right? Taiwan's Democratic Party's uh, cyber Cyber warriors. warriors, So, by the way, they say, the mainland China says that Taiwan has Wu Maos. Yes. And they're cyber warriors from the Democratic Party. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, you you can't make it up. Okay, so they're saying it's including Taiwan. Who else? He says, but don't worry too much. Why? Why shouldn't we worry, I wonder? Oh, now they just have He's more support says, from Western like, powers. They've been doing this for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. But now, now they got no. more support from Western yeah. powers. Yeah. So he oh. said, I'm not even joking. So this is what he says. He goes, the translation is a bit off. I'll, yeah. I'll correct it. So he says, I want to condemn like what they're what they're doing. But don't worry about it too much. Don't worry about it too much. But when we invade Taiwan... We will severely We're punish them. We're going to punish these, these cyber warriors yeah, in Taiwan. Yeah, we will severely punish them when we invade Taiwan. Yeah. Oh, absolute <laughs> nonsense. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Solve the Taiwan issue. Mm-hmm. Realize the complete reunification. He said, especially core members. So they're going to basically find, when they invade Taiwan and kill everybody, they're going to find the core members of the Great Translation Movement yeah. and then and take them down. Assuming, by the way, yeah. that Taiwan has anything to do with this. Yeah, which of course they don't. No. And even if they do, it'll be a small part. But you know what this is? This is another attempt to silence people. Look what he says. Those who deserve to be sentenced should go to jail. That's what this is about. Yeah. It's literally about trying to silence them. Yeah. They're so worried that they can't, they don't have control over these uh, people that are translating all yeah. these articles yeah. that they have to put out threats. Yeah. Oh, we're going we're gonna to we'll find, find you and we'll put you in jail. Right. So when saying. he says the Taiwan thing, that's obviously part of it. It's like yeah. deflection to say, this is not coming from our country. But what he's actually saying here is that, by the way, guys, we know that you're doing this within China and we're going we're gonna to F you up. Sure. We'll put you in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Also, we must learn to fight cyber warfare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> such projection. Yeah. Frankly oh. speaking, it must rely on the people's war. So it's like the people's job to take care of this. Yeah. Basically, calling. Mm-hmm. Basically, calling. How do you say, Renren? Like uh, everybody, everybody, everybody rise up. Yeah, you like, have to do our job for us. Yeah, like <laughs> it's your job to also yeah. find these mother effers yeah. and take care of them. It's basically yeah. like inciting like, we need hatred a and people's brigading. war against. Yeah. What, what do they need a people's war against here exactly? A uh, couple of translators? <laughs> Some translators that like are kind of pissed off. And yeah, want that, democracy. That are, that are, but they're just translating actual things. They're yeah, not making stuff up. Nope. You know, oh, that's but it's extremely rare. Oh, yeah, but they're not making stuff up. Maybe they cherry pick a little bit, let's be honest, but like it's it, definitely it's like still, top news stuff. It is, it's top yeah. news stuff. Um but yeah, they need a people's war against a, a, a little po- pokey little group of uh, translators. Yeah. I love it. Shows you how weak the Chinese government is if this is a focus of theirs, you know. If they're talking about it, yeah. this is a big deal to them. Yeah, let's see. Chinese internet authorities must also play an important role. Especially the foreign forces, cyber warriors created public opinion and spread it back to China. So they're less mad about people like us. Yeah. And they're more mad at the people that are making the stuff here or mm-hmm. wherever and then sending it back into China yeah. for Chinese people to read. Actually, what they're talking about is Chinese people, not even abroad. Yeah. They're saying, 
people making domestic language they just, stuff. They just don't want the influence to no, come back because, you know, they're so good at censoring certain things and they guide the narrative in a certain way. So if things are translated and people comment about it and say, look, this isn't right, what's being, what's being said and what's yeah. going on, and if it makes its way back into China, they're deathly worried about that. Yeah, they especially don't want like a great translation movement post to get back into China and say, look, Look at the uproar this caused in other countries. Yeah, because it's not true. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they say, oh, Russia's amazing. It's and a stuff. snowball effect. Yeah. yeah. You know, because then Chinese people say, well, what the what am I what have I been reading then? Yeah, because I mean they say NATO's been bombing this and that, yeah. which isn't true, right? And then it gets out and the rest of the world's like, this is bullshit, and it goes on CNN or something, and then that comes back into China to yes. basically make the Chinese government lose face because they lied to the people. Right. That's what they're worried about here. So basically we're a lot there's a, a two-pronged thing here, though. They're a lot mm -hmm. less concerned about people like us because we're not directly trying to put information back into China. Yeah. But at the same time, they're also blaming people like us to for instigating this kind of yeah. stuff. They they think that Chinese people would never do this. So foreign forces have Must to be, be foreign this. forces, right? And it, it might go beyond us. They might be insinuating CIA and of course, stuff like that. Of course. Let's see what else is going on. We want to stop and alert the Chinese, but mainly Chinese netizens have to be good at fighting them against okay, people's yeah, war. Yeah. Fight them, find out their flaws, tease, and expose them. Ah, of course, expose them. You know, it's the most cowardly thing. This is what, well, the Chinese government does this. It's part of their playbook, but so do the shills and other people is they try to expose and dox people. So yeah. what they try to do is yeah. rather than talk about the argument, um, they want to try and expose these people and silence them by doxing and harassing them. He says tease, but he obviously means harass. Sure. You know, it's just a despicable thing. So someone says something you don't like or translates something that you don't like, let's go and find out where let's, his, let's where his family lives. Let's, let's go ruin their life. Let's go find out where his kid goes to school. Right. Let's go find out this and that. Let's expose them. Let's harass them. Let's yeah. find out their flaws. In other words, dig up, try this to see if, you can, <laughs> see if you can dig up any skeletons they may have in their closet that you can use against them. Can you imagine turning on the news? <laughs> yeah. You turn on like nightly news at six. Yeah. And they're like, today we're going to talk about the Chinese government. What we're going to want you guys to do out there is make sure you go ruin people's lives on the internet and then they'll be too scared to post stuff. Can you imagine that <laughs> yeah. coverage? That's what yeah. this is. Yeah, it the is. state media. It's disgusting. What else he say? Sometimes you don't need to translate it into English. Just use some pictures. Okay. Meaning that he knows that it's Chinese people doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when Hong Kong independence and Taiwan independence forces were rampant. Again, okay. he's speaking about these things like they're very, like the demon, like sure. devils. We have some netizens in China, for example, Emperor Bar expedition against the Taiwanese independence won the victory. So he's saying that there was like an internet war against Taiwanese people yes. and they won. Okay. IP location. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. Why um, is he in Taiwan? <laughs> it turns out yeah. that this great war that they were fighting against Taiwanese independence forces, right? Yeah. Why is the IP address say Taiwan Central and Western Hong Kong District? Yeah, well, mm. you know what's been very interesting mm. is the Weibo has now um, got this thing that they must disclose where the person is. Okay, yeah. it's another way to try and silence yeah. people. And a lot of these accounts that there have been a lot of these accounts of um, netizens that are supposedly in Japan or South Korea or whatever, and they talk about daily life, right? Yes. And they say how terrible it is compared to China. Right. And they found out that the IP, now that the IP is public, that all of those accounts are actually in China. 
They weren't ever in Japan. They no. weren't ever in South Korea. No. They would just dress up and pretend, <laughs> yeah. you know, in their apartments. Like, oh, I went out today and the Japanese were so rude to me. China's yeah. the best place to be. Yeah. And then you find out actually they're just reporting from within China. Correct. Anyway, it's just ridiculous. Let's not digress too much. We have some netizens and... Oh. Yeah, that. that's that's one oh, I just said. Chinese, Chinese medicine, medicines have, oh, you can, you can read. have have wisdom. Yeah, basically, um, that what he's talking about pictures is remember people were taking photos of pro democracy activists and stuff and posting them around, and then people would try to human flesh search them. Yeah, Renro, which is something that they do in China, they try to find out who they are. Yeah. Anyone knows this, this person type thing, so they could harass them and dox them. Anyway, it's just a disgusting setup. But the thing is, this mm. I I don't want to overstate this, but that what you just saw is so important. Because mm. it's they never face down actual issues that really bother them. No. Because they want a, as little attention as possible. But it, the Great Translation Movement has caused such damage that they have to face it head on. And yeah. they're using the exact same techniques that they think are being used on them sure. to like shut it down. They're saying, like, you have to see through this trickery. You have <laughs> to see through this nonsense. When they're actually talking about posts that were posted in China already on the yeah. Chinese internet. Yeah. It's like... Inception. So, I mean, like, just to break it down very simply, um, there's those discourse on the Chinese internet, which is bad, okay? They're saying terrible xenophobic, things. Xenophobic, racist. Xenophobic, racist, disgusting things about Ukraine, for instance, or whatever. Or anywhere. It doesn't matter. Anywhere, right? About America, it doesn't matter. The Chinese government is trying to pretend like, oh, let's be buddy-buddy and let's have trade and stuff. Meanwhile, feeding to the local press and feeding to the local people yeah. this hatred towards Japan or wherever, okay? Yeah. So it festers online, people start discussing it, and it shows, the people are talking about it. So someone translates it, okay, and puts it out there for people to see. This is what's being said on the Chinese internet, the most controlled internet in the world. So it's not like in America where you can have some crazy, I don't know, weird Dude, redneck yeah. Ku Klux Klan guy going and saying something. Everyone can condemn it and say, this is sure. a crazy... Right. Because you're allowed to say things like that on the right. internet in America, but in China, you're not allowed to. No. You can't say anything they don't want you to say. So there it no. is. Look... This is what's being said on the Chinese internet. So rather than them trying to go after the racist, xenophobic, disgusting posts, the so-called extreme posts, no, they will personally hunt down and attack the translator. Yeah. They will go after his family. They will try to dox them, it's find so out who obvious. they are. Take it's so photos, obvious you know? what they're doing. Isn't it just ridiculous? So yeah. Just like the shills when they go after us. How many serpents a day exposed as a racist yeah. piece or of me, shit yeah. or whatever videos can you find out there? But not one of these videos ever, ever address any of the things and topics that we talk about. Mm. When we say, oh, there's a problem with kidnapping in China, do we ever see somebody coming back at us saying, no, there isn't a problem with kidnapping, you're wrong about that, here's some statistics and here's some videos to show you that, uh, you know, from my experience, it's not true. Correct. No, what do you get? Oh, Serpent Zade is a racist or this or that, or, you know, Lao 86 is this or that. And they try to destroy your character because they cannot fight against what you're talking about. They cannot fight against the truth. And when we show the truth, it bothers them. The truth is the biggest enemy of the Chinese mm. government. It's the biggest enemy of China. And this is what's being shown. The Great Translation Movement is simply showing the truth of what's being said on the Chinese internet. They can't handle it. They have to label it as foreign yeah, forces. Yeah, they can't handle the fact that it's Chinese people doing yeah. it. Yeah, you, you can't handle the truth. No. <laughs> you know, just yeah. like that <laughs> movie from A Few yeah. Good Men or whatever it is. Right. Um, with uh, the Joker saying, you know, Jack Nicholson gone ape. 
anyway. Yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's it for soft power. Hour. Yeah, it's soft power. Sorry, we went uh, we went on a little bit there. Hopefully, but, it's uh, informative. I hope people can put some of this stuff in their toolbox and understand what's bothering. It's it's not them. just we've been telling you guys this for years yeah. about how the Wu Mao behave and the bad things they do and sure. how they go after us and that they make slander videos against us and so on and so forth in order to try and silence us. But here you can see actual proof that there's legitimate. Yeah official yeah. things happening sure. you know that there's official forces literally yeah. chinese foreign forces right they are foreign to us over here that are out there trying to change the narrative and the discourse trying to discredit people who are speaking truth mm-hmm. to power and they're trying to discredit and um, attack anyone who criticizes the ccp abroad and right. it doesn't matter who you are and I've got a lot of examples about this. And anyone who gets involved in anything that is critical of the CCP and joins any of these protests, uh, the free Tibet things or anything to do with Uyghurs or any kind of protest, they will start to get targeted by these people. Yep. And look at that guy who just added a, pro, uh, a Uyghur dissident on LinkedIn. He started to get uh, followed by these agents. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. a real thing. It's a real It's thing. not some weird conspiracy. Nope. By the way, my brand new video, go check it out. Yep. Uh, China's hunting humans abroad is literally about that topic. Yeah, in depth. Yeah, so how they send out. people out to go and uh, harass and capture people over overseas. Yes, um, and it's it's crazy. It's crazy how they've co-opted you know Canadian foreigners now as well to yeah. be a part of all of this. And all of anyway, them. check it out, guys. Yeah, um, and I guess we'll answer a couple of super chats before we move on to Wu Mao Corner. Speaking of Wu Maos, uh, Will Smith slapping Xi Jinping says, "What advice recommendations would you guys?" Uh, make for getting BRI projects in one's countries to be scrapped or removed. You got to talk to your political leadership. You uh, talk yeah, to your look, people. It's always a debt trap. They never, de- they never deliver on what they say. Yeah. They never, they never deliver. It. You can just give examples of every other country mm. where they've promised jobs and and infrastructure, and the infrastructure's crap, and they don't give jobs to locals. They import all the laborers yeah. from China and stuff. Right. So you can just show that. Correct. Yeah. Uh, David Brooks, do you know Jet Li was in Washington D.C. in the early '70s and met Richard Nixon, and who asked? Uh, if he could be his bodyguard, Jet said he would had a really fun time. Did not know that. Michael A. Mayo, thank you very much. The English Hedgehog, great videos, interesting content. Thank, thank you. you. Santa's Whiskey says, do you want me to be the king? <laughs> oh, we actually need to make a sound bite out of that. Yes. David I'll make Brooks. it. Yeah. In Jet Li's bedroom, there are cameras behind the door. That's cool. Uh, okay. Cicero JPN, how long do you think the CCP can stave off the mandate of heaven? I personally don't believe in the mandate of heaven. Uh, with Beijing. Well, going, I mean, like, the, no, but they do, though. no. Here's the deal. Yes, to a certain extent. But the Chinese government has infinite, infinite ways to retain power. Yes. There's not, again, I, I, I warn and caution against this weird idea that some people put out there, other anti-CCP people put out there, that there's just one little straw snap away from collapsing Oh, yeah, no, no, for sure. But the, mandate, the, the whole idea of the mandate of heaven is that um, in past dynasties, whenever there was a big natural disaster, then it would change. Yeah, I know you get that. Obviously, you get that. Well, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling that like... to you. You know, you can also tie your shoelaces. Yes. No, the thing is, quite seriously, it's always been that, that, oh, there'll be a regime change. Um, and we've seen massive disasters happening yeah. in China as of late. And a lot of people are saying that it's going to trigger the local populace to see it as the mandate of heaven and overthrow the government or just tell them to step down type thing. Or, but of course not, that's bullshit because yeah. the Chinese government, whenever there is a mandate of heaven, which there have been many, by the way, yeah. they just censor it. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, They're that's like, my point. Oh, it oh doesn't guess matter. what? Look, there was a disaster. A whole bunch of people died. Just bury them and don't tell anyone. <laughs> right. That's what they actually do. I mean, come on. Like, what about the freaking famines of Mao and yeah. stuff? The disgusting... Or the Sichuan earthquake. Yeah. It's terrible. Like, the, all the... Uh, countless things. All the, the flooding and all the... This, the COVID for fuck's sake. Right. Seriously. Well, Cesar JPN says, with Beijing going into lockdown, it's symbolically now at the gates of the CCP. And I get that. But mm-hmm. you have to understand that, that that knowledge or that idea is not going to be allowed to proliferate. Yeah. And they'll also say, like, don't worry, this natural it's disaster fine. was caused by foreign forces. Yes. It's not our fault. That's why they promote that a yeah. lot, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, can, let's go. Let's okay. Continue. We're going to go. Let's, uh, sorry, let's hit Wumar Corner. Uh, Wumar Corner, where we talk about all the things the Wumars get up to, and we've just kind of explained to you what Wumar are, more or less, in the previous segment. Um, so this is going to be interesting. You know, it's kind of related. It's going to be interesting. Uh-huh. So what do we have here posted on our uh, subreddit? Uh, it's also a translation movement thing, I believe. Mm-hmm. Says, yes, uh, they're great. Yeah. So this uh, paper got... Uh, Acquired approval, obviously, mm-hmm. from the Chinese government to be able to publish this, as mm-hmm. as do most things. Everything does. Yeah. And I got to tell you, um, when I was working for the rapist school, mm-hmm. I was in charge. I actually was the the headmaster there. Basically, they put me in that position. I was the headmaster, sure. and I was in charge of a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to do was I wanted to produce a like a a newsletter basically for the students something that would be printed something that would be they could take home with them where we could have like little stories and you know little things because it was all about business english and so on that was that, that was the main focus of that place so i thought we could put out some interesting cool things maybe some puzzles and you know the usual kind of thing you would expect in a newsletter mm-hmm. and i approached the boss with this because at the time my girlfriend was a graphic designer and yeah. we could have made something really good looking and i said like you know, we'll do it for free. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it as an incentive, you know, for the students and stuff. Like, I want to do this. And we ended up not being able to do it because everything that's printed in an official yep. capacity has to be go has to go through um, the censorship board. Correct. And it has to be approved. So Correct. even something as simple as printing a newsletter yeah. for our internal use in the school would have had to have gone through the censorship board. Same thing happened in the universities I worked for. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the foreign teachers there wanted to collaborate with some of the Chinese teachers there to make a, their in-house school newsletter, yeah. and they, they couldn't get it passed. Mm. It had nothing bad in it whatsoever. It was the most innocuous thing you've ever seen. It's just, oh, there are foreigners matter. writing this? Yep. Mm, it's in English? Nope. nope. This off? Nope. Not nope. going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, this is a, a newspaper for kids, grade 11 students. So we're talking 16, 17-year-olds, right? Mm-hmm. Now, most importantly about this is it's a story meant to instill nationalism and uh, nationalist, pride. nationalist pride in the students. Yeah. You're seeing a lot of this kind of stuff nowadays, but this excerpt is quite fascinating. It says, uh, people who read this articles can't stop themselves from being touched by the noble personality and great love for the motherland of this revolutionist who had, has to execute his wife by himself. So the story is about how this revolutionary mm-hmm. in Mao's time... Yep has to kill his own wife for the party because she's like a traitor or whatever, right? right? And you're supposed to be touched by this because the amount of dedication that required him to kill his own wife for the party, you're supposed to teach that to the kids and the kids are supposed to walk away with that sentiment. Pretty disgusting, to be honest. This, again, you want to say cherry pick or whatever, this is the kind of stuff that we're seeing en masse come out in China right now. It's nuts. I translated the entire children's textbook, the Xi Jinping thought textbook. Yeah. It's so bad. I don't yeah. know what's going on, but they are ramping it up to level 10, level 11. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's all about being proud of the party. And, you know, there's nothing to be proud of. It's a shit party. It's done terrible things to the people. Yeah. It really has. It plunged 
it plunged China into poverty and famine and all this disgusting stuff. And it was only in the 80s when Deng Xiaoping decided to deal with the West that it actually started to improve because, you know, the West invested and helped sure. out and the Chinese people were finally able to actually work for themselves and bring themselves out of poverty. The party's not a good thing. Everything the party did led to disaster. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a disgusting government system. Correct. And we're starting to see it go back to that because now it's this weird thing where they have this this admiration for their past as if yeah. it was a good thing. They're like, remember those good old days when we used to run around in the little revolutionary outfits and and rat out our parents and, and kill our grandparents, and, yeah, for and, being and beat landlords. our teachers to death and yeah. and make make this place terrible that everyone starved to death. Remember that? Those were good times. Remember Let's bring them back. Remember when we melted down all the metal so we had no cooking utensils and then it caused mass starvation because we ruined all the entire and wood we stopped resources farming. and we stopped farming. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Remember that? We killed all the sparrows? Remember when, remember when 30 to 50 million people died? Yeah. In a very short period of time? Yeah. That was a good times. Yeah, remember that? Let's bring them back. Let's bring that back. Isn't that bizarre to you? It's absolutely bizarre. I mean, it's, it's like the stuff that people, that's why like the Deng Xiaoping era, like the 70s and the Jiang Zemin era, yeah. people were so averse to that mm. kind of stuff. Like you still had Mao as a figurehead and stuff, but it was much more like, oh, let's not do that again. I feel like people have just forgotten. Yeah, because, and oh, you, for sure. Uh, and the, to be fair, in China, because they hide all of these atrocities from it's the revisionism. people. revisionism. Yeah. You, people don't really know the extent to how bad right. it was. People that were not that didn't no. live through it personally... No. Wouldn't know. Nope. And that's the issue is that we thought the newest generation, the most liberal generation is our generation. Yes. Like people in their 30s and 40s. Yeah. The newest generation has not gone through any of that stuff. Yeah. They've just seen China's being successful and having right. money and stuff. So they. And so now that yeah. kind of huge dictatorship fervor, that kind of cult of personality is back. Yeah. And it's celebrated now because yeah. there wasn't any suffering. Yeah, right. that's it's new Mao. It's Mao 2.0. I know that's cliche, but Xi Jinping is Mao 2.0. Yeah, it's pretty awful. We have to keep keep an eye on this space because you can see that he's driving China back into yeah. the bad old days. Look at yeah. this ridiculous COVID lockdown thing that's really just destroying yeah. the economy. Pretty symptom of that. Just, and he doesn't care. No. Well, I mean, Xi Jinping's never been pro-economy anyway. Yeah. And he's not pro-market. He's very much pro-himself. of power. He's yeah. pro-himself and pork. Yeah. And pro-pork. Pro-pork. Yeah, that's it. It's the pro-pork movement. Yeah, exactly. I hate oh. these detractors of pork. Yeah, exactly. Wow, look at that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, let's keep let's, going. So, we, we'll show a little, another little symptom of this here quickly. Let's show so it quickly. I, well, I covered this thing. I want to just... Set, oh, you set, want to set it up? I covered there. this up. Uh, I mean, I covered this back when I uh, was talking about the brainwashing that's happening in, in, in schools. Yeah. And this, this actually, this clip had escaped me, but basically there was this weird thing that teachers were going... I think they were told to do this, obviously, mm. from the central government, but they had to go around and get little kids in their class yeah. to say... Uh, which means like say one thing say something to prove you're Chinese right that's a good way to translate yeah. it so if you uh, raise your hand then you're a good kid right yeah. because you're going to say something that's going to be like nationalistic and patriotic yeah. right and they're brainwashing yeah. these kids and I just thought it was super gross right mm. but there's a new clip of the same kind of era of this happening yeah. uh, that slipped past us so we'd like to play that. yeah let's take a quick look at it okay. this is grade 3 by the grade way grade 3 so like 8 year olds 7 8 year olds are they that old? yeah okay Let's see. Okay, hang on. We, what we'll do is we'll translate these one by one rather than yeah, go back. Sure. Okay, so the first little girl jumps up. She says, 
Okay. So the teacher says, can you prove that you're Chinese? And all the kids spring up with their hands. I can, like, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah, let, pick me. Man's life worships soldier. Don't worship stars. So it's like a poem. It's like a nationalist poem. Our worship stars. Yeah, worship stars. Our worship stars or. that five point uh, or worship stars that five pointed star, which is the PRC flag, the five um, so star flag. It's a it's a it's like a quote. It basically means like that don't worship like ethereal things unless it, it like stars, unless yeah. it's the five pointed star, which yeah. is the Chinese star. Exactly. So basically worship the flag yeah. of China. Yeah. <laughs> We have given free COVID-19. Yeah. yeah, we have given. What did I say? We have been given. Yeah, well, we have given. Yeah, that's right. We have given free COVID-19 vaccines. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is just to prove you're Chinese, apparently, is that um, we've been given free. You know what? I got a vaccine <laughs> in the USA. It was free. You know how much I paid? <laughs> Zero. Am I that, Chinese? That must mean that we're Chinese. Yeah, we're just freaking Chinese. That. <laughs> Maybe maybe if you change this a bit to say we were given an ineffective COVID vaccine for free, then you can say you're Chinese. That would fix it. it, it and and the, it's true, by the way. It's yeah. freaking ineffective. Oh, yeah. I mean, the opposite would yeah. be like, we were given an effect, uh, effective vaccine. <laughs> we were given that means effect. we're American, We were given apparently. an effective, yeah. and they could say we were given ineffective. <laughs> Not to make fun of anyone no, in China no, who's no. taking it, but at the same time, to use that as a point of pride... Oh, no, and also screw the Chinese government for denying mRNA vaccines to their populace. Exactly, because they wouldn't be in the position they're in. They right were now. offered. Yeah. They were offered. Yeah, the rest of the world's like, hey, you know. You know when China keeps saying like, oh, the rest of the world doesn't care about their own lives. Look at, we care about the people. No, you don't. You, no. you would rather save face nationally and let your own citizens die from having shit vaccines yeah. because you've been offered the good ones. Yeah, and you just, said no. They said no, we want our homegrown one. Right. We only want the Chinese Which is worse. One. Yeah. Free, Demonstrably free, worse. Free with a 50% efficacy discount. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And look, just to be clear, it's proven that it was only about 55% um, effective against the, the, against the beginning yeah. strain. And against strains now, it's zero. It's got right. nothing. It cannot right. um, do anything to the, the latest strains of COVID. Right. You may as well not be vaccinated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, it's getting to that level. It is. It is. It's at that level. The Chinese vaccine. But they could have cannot... had the good one. They could have had mRNA, and the people have to suffer for it. To me, that's evil. because of face. That's so evil. I agree. Anyway, let's let's see what's next. What else proves you're Chinese? These poor kids. Yeah, it's awful. We only celebrate Chinese New so Year. So the key, the words are are very uh, key here. Yeah. So uses the word zhu, which means like only, right? Only, yeah. And it means that they're not allowed to celebrate other holidays. Yeah, they no. can only celebrate Chinese New Year. You don't celebrate any other New no. Year's. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. No, no, just, yeah. Yeah. Or any foreign holidays, mm -hmm. really. What the, what they're trying to say is they're only allowed to well, celebrate there's a Chinese follow -up. holidays. There's actually a follow-up to That's this right. directly. Yeah. We can see. Yeah. Which means like we don't celebrate Christmas. And they use that as a general thing. Like what they're actually saying is that they don't celebrate any foreign holidays because yeah. they're not allowed. I mean, that's fine. Whatever. It's like, 
You could say that, like, oh, you're Jewish. Yeah, I don't celebrate Christmas. I celebrate. But that's not what they're saying. Hanukkah they're not saying we don't. They're saying yeah. you can't. That's right, actually right. what that means. They're saying yeah. we only celebrate Chinese holidays. We don't celebrate foreign holidays. You understand? Yeah, what yeah. This I, is about. I do. I'm yeah. just, I'm just saying, like, sure. to the layman, it could seem innocuous, as right. if, like, oh, you know, we don't celebrate this because we're Jewish, or we don't celebrate sure. this because we're Christian. Right. You know, we don't celebrate Eid because we're whatever, right? right? But it's not like that. No. It's like we're Chinese because we only celebrate this and we don't we don't suck up to and celebrate yeah. other holidays because it actually became a thing in China. Remember a while, a couple it of did. years back while I was still there, yeah. where they were like, look, these foreign holidays are getting a bit too much here. You know, why are we as Chinese people like caring about Santa Claus and Christmas trees and stuff and, and Halloween and stuff. No, yeah, no, 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 you know, it was very, very much a big celebration Christmas since I got sure. to China because it's part of commercialism. It's right. part of capitalism. It's part of how China was going, the direction China was going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you would see massive celebrations for Christmas. Yeah. It was fun. And you'd have like, for instance, in the kindergartens in the school, they'd have it Christmas plays. Huge, and... It was a huge cross-cultural thing that was amazing. Yeah. And it's not because it's my culture. It's because it it was a bunch of Chinese people that were never had access to any of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Finally, we're coming together with like the foreign staff and it was just a really nice thing. Just like mm. we would go to the Chinese New Year celebrations with people and they of would course. welcome us. It was a wonderful thing. It was cross-cultural. And they decided, nope. And yeah. so like kids weren't allowed to do Christmas plays anymore at school and you yeah. know, they cut out like a lot of the Christmas decorations. Imagine of course, telling a kid here in the US that they can't do a Chinese New Year presentation. Yeah, because you're American. Yeah, that's just like, yeah. wow, I would yeah. go protest that. Sure, sure, You know, that's absolutely. insane. Yeah. Anyway, so we just want to put it into context what's being said here. Right. Okay, so what's next? <laughs> oh, my favorite. This is my absolute favorite. <laughs> Both my, my parents and grandma use Huawei phones, so that proves you're Chinese. And you know what's great about that is they've tried to divorce Huawei so much from this like from for the for the outside for the foreigners, they don't want them to think it has anything to do with China. They're like, oh, they're getting bullied unfairly. Everyone should. Yeah, use no, don't worry. Huawei's just it's like not you connected. Know, yeah, it's not connected to the government. This is a government initiative to yeah. force kids to say stuff like this. Yeah, <clears throat> this is in the textbook. It is so like basically because your parents and grandparents use Huawei phones, yeah. that means you're Chinese. That proves you're Chinese. Yes. Yeah. So if they use those dirty foreigner brands like Apple, that means they're not real Chinese people. Correct. They're not true Chinese. No. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Anyway, let's see what else. I will not regret being a Chinese and shall be a Chinese again in the afterlife. That's, so wait, that... That actually is so... Like, nationality is more important than anything. Yeah. Like, so, when you die, it's more important to be a Chinese net citizen. Yeah, than exactly. to just be a dead dude. And in heaven. the next life, in the next embodiment, I'll be Chinese too. That's how Chinese I am. Right. How do you freaking know, little kid? Have you ever died before? Like, have you ever been in the <laughs> this afterlife? This kid is not, is not his fault. I know, I'm just kidding. Literally, like, it's so, it's terrible. Like, what kind yeah. of a brainwashed crap is this? It's insane. It's like, yeah, okay, so when I die and I go to the afterlife, I will still be Chinese. That's how Chinese I am, you know? Anyway. I mean, I've taught my kids to be proud to be Chinese, to celebrate their Chinese heritage. But when you're going so far <laughs> that you're making kids stand up 
yeah. to literally say party doctrine yeah. and jargon that Xi Jinping currently wants everyone to think yeah. is insane. Part of the public education system. Correct, correct. Okay, let's see what's next. We will only sing the national anthem. I mean... Yeah, why? So wait, you can't sing any other songs? It's like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. No! I think that Yeah, it's more like Gwen Kai. Anyway. It's just really... That's rude. Yeah, but seriously, that they should, remember? Like, get lost, all of those of you who don't want to be slaves, because you have to be slaves. Oh, no, and also, remember they banned that line in the song. Yeah, that's right. You have to change it. We will only sing the national anthem. I think okay. it means like we'll only sing our, our national, national anthem. anthem. But why would, I mean, I guess you Even learn. Even though it doesn't actually translate to that. No, I'm just thinking like, you know, in school you learn other countries' national anthems and you you can sing them if you want. I guess yeah, in we China learn the it's like, of all the countries. Yeah, it's like verboten. You we can't to, do it. We always used to like rank them. I remember we would learn all like the anthems or whatever, and we'd rank them. And America was always pretty high up on the list, but I, we didn't rank it number one. But did the teacher go out and whip us for it? Yeah, they're like, no, you may only sing the <laughs> national anthem. So. They catch you singing in Cozy Sicalelo right. or something. They'll be oh, like, we get the called, hell out. Dude, we got called White Skin Pig. Oh, nice. It's been so long. Yeah, thank Bye you. Bye, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, let's continue. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That Sorry. doesn't matter. There's a mountain called Zhongnan Mountain. It's just a, okay. like a poem. Okay, the next one. I am the successor of communism. You know, you're the successor of... of that actually is what it says. <laughs> yeah. No, he is the successor of people that survived communism. Yeah. Literally, that survived right. the starvation and, and the now, struggles. And now is forced to read this crap. Yeah. He's going to have to grow up with this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's difficult. I actually spoke to a, a Chinese guy the other day who reached out to me, and he told me how when he first moved abroad... Mm. how difficult it was for him to shake this kind of rhetoric. Right. You know, he's still in his 20s. Right. But, you know, he grew up with all this, and this has been going on for a long time. So when you have all of this stuff built into your mind and all this brainwashing that you receive in school, it takes the longest time. And he says that he understands why the Wumao are the way they are and the yeah. way why we get attacked. He said he used to attack us too. And it was only after living abroad for a number of years yeah. that he opened his mind. And yeah, he, that's interesting. he actually apologized to me to say that he was one of the guys who used to go and attack me online. Right. And it's kind of interesting yeah. to see. But I, I fully sympathize because when you grow up as a young child yeah, having I mean, this crap in your choice. head. No. But it ingrains itself in it you. And it it's does. so hard to unlearn that kind of behavior. It is. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Brainwashing. Always follow the CCP. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, it yeah. makes me nauseous. Of course, yeah. So no matter what they do, if they're like killing your parents, follow them too. You know, that's pretty yeah. much the, the sentiment here. That makes you know? me sick. Oh, absolutely. What else? Okay, now explain this. This is the clip I, I wanted to know about. Okay, so you know how like recently China's been trying to say like, they're trying to sneak this in media, by the way. It's actually infiltrating Western media. It's saying like, we didn't actually pick Russia's side. We're mm -hmm. not going to help them that much. Mm -hmm. um, you know, blah, blah, blah. But domestically, actually what they're putting out there is constant, again, over and over again, if you're new here, they've constantly backed Russia nonstop. Yeah. Now they're bullying other countries that are trying to help Ukraine. Right. Uh, predominantly Lithuania here. They hate Lithuania Of course, because so Lithu Lithuania stood up to them. And it promoted Taiwan. Yeah. Right. 
They hate Lithuania so much. I just want people to see this. We'll play it out. We don't need to harp on too much. We're running out of time. But, okay. All right. We'll just uh, play it out for you yeah. then. Okay. And we'll give you a quick summary at the end. Today, 不过俄罗斯并不屑于自己动手而是在社交平台上推了一波白俄罗斯前一天的发言Okay, so very brief summary if you're yeah. just a listener out there. They are going out there saying to the Western world, or actually all the whole world, that we didn't choose Russia and this has nothing to do with us. Yeah. And they put out state media like this that goes and says, Lithuania, shut up. And by the way, here's what Belarus said. This is mir- They're mirroring the sentiment. Sure. If anybody helps Ukraine in this conflict, then you're going to be wiped off the map. Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> and... Russia gave America two choices. Mm. Either you stoke these flames or you let... You maintain peace. You maintain peace. Meaning that they're saying that Ru- what Russia is doing, invading a sovereign country, is is peaceful. Yeah. And that, by the way, Russia is so, so not, such a nice country that they won't hurt Lithuania because it's one of their own. It's like... Wow! Yeah, and they, they basically threatened Lithuania <laughs> as well. You yeah. know, they're like, "Oh, you know, uh, do you have any lethal weapons? Like, uh, would you really be able to fight back yeah. by yourself? Or you need your US daddy mm-hmm. to help you out." Yeah. This was like, what? This is actually what's happening. Yeah, this is what the, this is the sentiment of the Chinese government. Yeah. They're yeah. backing Russia. Let's jump straight into world news, and then yeah. we'll do, do a sure. big uh, Q and A, big yum chow. Okay, so we got world view. I always call it world news, but it's actually world view. It's a view of Where we talk world. about, you know, what's going on in the world, specifically with regards to China. It's kind of like what's new, and it should basically be the same thing, but sometimes it's a bit different. That's right. Okay, that's... let's take a look what our friend old Xi Jinping has to say. All right, so... So, there's no audio here. I'm just gonna, mm-hmm. I'm going to quote him. Okay. Xi Jinping's getting real pissed. Of course. He's getting real mad. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. He's very upset. I think a little news got back to him. You know, he surrounds himself with the yes-men. Yes. Apparently, the yes-men have relinquished a little too much info to him because he's real pissed off that the rest of the world is making fun of his zero-COVID policy, the dynamic zero-COVID policy. Right. So he put out a warning. Mm -hmm. He literally put out a warning to the world, specifically probably to Chinese people that are doubting his, his resolute, dynamic approach. Yes. And he said, unswervingly adhere... Oh, this is him and his cabinet, right? Yeah. To the general policy of dynamic zero COVID. So this is what you're seeing, the insane lockdowns, right? Yes. And resolutely fight against any words and acts that distort, doubt, or deny our country's epidemic prevention policies. So this is the first time that Xi Jinping has like made yeah. made a speech about the pandemic response. Yes. Right. And of this, like the lockdowns in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. He says, 
Our prevention and control strategy is determined by the party's nature and mission. Our policies can stand the test of history. Our measures are scientific and effective. And this is, this is the seven-member committee, right? We have won the battle to defend Wuhan, and we will certainly be able to win the battle to defend Shanghai. Yeah, so basically he was saying, shut up everybody who wants to get, be free and not be in a prison. Yeah, and shut up to anyone that says, wait a minute, this is this maybe is not, working. not working. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's actually kind of despicable for him yeah. to go ahead and do that because yeah. obviously it's in response to the vast amount of criticism yeah. that's been coming from abroad and locally, China, yeah, yeah, domestically. People are like, what the hell are you doing, man? This shit's not, bi- it's not bad. It's asymptomatic. Yeah. It feels like you got a cold. I'm already over it. Right. And they're dragging people out to quarantine, even though they've already tested negative. And killing them. Yeah. They're, di- they're dying people because are, of this. Look, people are dying in Shanghai. They're giving birth in the streets. Yeah, because Babies, they're not allowed into the hospitals. Little three-year-olds and stuff are choking to death because yeah. they, get, they get denied. Yeah, that was a disgusting thing about that kid who choked yeah. to death because they took the kid to the hospital and they're like, where's your 48-hour PCR test? We're not going to let you in and they die. You know, we've the seen the videos. Dying. We've seen the videos. Yeah. It's disgusting. Look, bad, bad things are happening in Shanghai. There is one positive in Shanghai, though. What's that? Um, I've had a couple of people There's reach out. a lot out. of positives. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah, not just one. Yeah. But no, there is something is some people have been allowed, um, and it's not out of the people that I know um, that I'm speaking to, it's a very small percentage, only three of them out of the literally like 50 yeah. people I'm speaking yeah, to Yeah, only right three now. that we've talked to. Yeah. They're being allowed to now go outside and walk around their compound. Woo! But Within the gate. Yeah, but they're only allowed to do it for two hours maximum. It's like yard time. and it, Yeah, it is. It's yard time. And it's like staggered and whatever. Yeah. So they get like a permit sure. for to be able to walk around for two hours. Right. But like I said, this is only some areas in like very posh areas and very rich areas and in certain compounds. Other people we know haven't been able to get out of their house ever other than for the PCR tests that they have to take every day. You know, so it's, I suppose in some ways it's slightly positive that some, there's some relaxation yeah. in some of the compounds. I guess. I mean, we have to be fair. Like, that's what we do is we don't make up crap here on this channel. No. If there's some change, yeah, we're going to tell of tell people about it. And so if you happen to see anything about people being walking around and stuff, remember, it's just like yard time. And it's also... In a prison. They're also probably being told to shoot that video. Oh, if there's a video, yeah. yeah. But no, like... Yeah. No, I'm talking about people that are making yeah. videos. Yeah, I got you. Um, another guy reached out to me this morning saying that because his wife is in Shanghai, that his wife has been allowed in her compound to go out and walk. In the gate, by the way. Yeah. People have to understand what a compound is. You're yeah, not allowed it's like on a, the road. It's like a gated community. You can't go to a restaurant. No, no. You're no. inside of your yeah. own house. Yeah. Still. Yeah, it's just, just <laughs> downstairs, like in yeah, the garden. They've, they've got like a like a, a yard. quad and a yard and maybe a little water feature or something sure. or a little couple of trees yeah, and so stuff. They're rarely couple of, on. Yeah, they're never on. A couple of benches and stuff. So you can walk yeah, around. Which is not, I mean, just, can you imagine, by the way, some people have been stuck in their apartments for like 70 days or some crap like mm. this, okay? The majority of people have been stuck in their apartments for at least a month. Yeah, it's insane. People okay. are going crazy. Yeah. And the only time you're allowed to go out is for the PCR test. Yep. We're talking about tiny little apartments. Yeah. It's not good for anyone's mental health. And just being able to get some yard time. I mean, prisoners are treated more humanely than, yeah. you know, in, in most of the world. Most not in China. <laughs> no. But no, prisoners are treated more humanely because they, they understand the importance of exercise and going out in the sun and doing some things a little bit every that's, day. That's right. Well, in China, in Shenzhen, uh, sorry, in Shanghai right now, if you're in one of those compounds where you're lucky enough, now you get a little bit of yard time each day. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully this is a sign that things are opening up a bit, but I wouldn't get my hopes up. No. Just wanted to put it out no. there. Cool.
All right. So what else do we have in oh, our Oh, I don't know if we have time view. for anything else. Let's see. You don't yeah. need to keep playing this clip, bro. No, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll just show this That's quickly. Quick thing, yeah. yeah, show this quickly. What does this say? Because people who support Western universal values get out of China. <laughs> sure. I got to say, you know, when it comes to xenophobia, uh, China ranks pretty high up. Yeah, I mean, it's like top of the world now. Yeah. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, should we hit our Yamcha? Yeah. Okay, guys. Yamcha, you know the drill by now, I hope. This is where we have a nice, relaxing conversation with all, with all of you guys. We answer your super chats. We talk some junk. We've got a couple of interesting things to show you. Um, and you get to watch it live. You get to watch it on the weekend. And Monday, we cut it out of the show and we stick it on, uh, well, up for our patrons. So if you missed it and you're a patron, you can find it. But anyone else can watch it on the weekend or watch it now. So if you're not one of those people, cheers. We'll see you next time. Stay awesome. And for the rest of you, let's chill out. Let's chill out a bit. It's um, a little bit. Oh, can you pull up that picture? <laughs> oh, what? This one? Oh, the next one. Yeah, give me a second. Let me pull up this picture. Uh, you don't need to show that nah. guy, do we? No, no, we're anyway. good. What do we got? This is a State of the State of the Union address from C. Milk himself. Okay, give me a second. I gotta go back. Um, this one. This is a State of the Union address from us. Okay. Uh, because I wanted to address this. this is, we love our subreddit, uh, reddit.com slash r slash ADV China. It's mm. fantastic. I pretty much post on there. I mean, I comment on there every day. It's awesome. Love it. Love what you guys post. This person had a problem, so we thought we'd be democratic about it, bring it up, mm. and kind of explain it. This person says, Fridays are information overload. So, meaning today. I miss the days when we had content to look forward to all week. The two main channels, ADV China and the podcast, used to be spaced out more evenly. Now, it seems we rarely get ADV China. Winston's main channel isn't consistent anymore, and Matt seems to post on Friday. I'm an avid supporter and always will be. Just venting, and I wish things uh, we could have content all week long. I know it's tough with demonetization. As someone who watches the podcast live, China Fact Chasers is just rehashed material and not great for fans like me. Go subscribe to China Fact Chasers, by the yeah, way. Yeah, nice. Thanks for the shout out. Uh, I still give the videos a try and like to play through on mute for the algorithm, but it's I appreciate that. Appreciate that. This is meant to be constructive criticism. Please don't take it in a bad way. No, no, of the course not. The production value on the main channels have gone way up, so I'm cool with the quality over quantity. Just wish things were more consistent. Now, here's well, the deal. Go yeah, ahead. I'd like to address this. I mean, look, originally we did have a schedule. It'd be like uh, me on Wednesdays, yeah, you on Friday. We, yeah. we, we had days. Um, we took too, we took on too much because we yeah. then we had our worthless whips, we yeah. had our ADV China, we had our ADV podcast, we had our own personal channels, and I think anyone who's ever run a YouTube channel knows how difficult it is just to release one video a month, never mind a week that's decent and has decent views and enough engagement and all that kind of stuff. So we kind of pushed ourselves too much, and it got it got ridiculous. It got to the point where the ADV China videos that were coming out were just of low quality because yeah, we were trying to push them, them out and, and rushing them every week. We weren't proud and, of them. Yeah. We weren't proud of them. The, the views were going down. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't good anymore. And we were like, this is, we're just really doing it for the sake of doing it. Yeah. You know? And that's not what you want to do. No. We want our videos to be informative and entertaining and um, useful. And useful, yeah. That's so we doubled down. We, yeah. we put a lot of effort into ADV and yeah. the views went straight up because guess what? We made great content and it yeah. was thoughtful. So ADV China, we stopped. We started to do like once or once, twice once a month. Once or twice a month. And that's yeah. kind of how the ADV China channel goes. And, and it will continue. And we make great way. stuff. I can yeah. say I'm very proud of the videos we've made for the past year on there. Yeah, those no, we're, we're, we're happy with those. Okay, the ADV podcast, it's a highlight of our week. What we're doing right now, we yeah. 
love talking to all of you guys. We love being able to, to cover what's in the news because a lot of these little clips and things that we show you here, it's not worthy of making a whole video no, about. No. Okay? But it's good to be able to throw in here so we can give our commentary and, and share our experiences and expertise yeah. on whichever different subjects that just pop up. Sure. Um, we also have to each week put out a very high quality or fairly high quality video on our own personal channels. Mm -hmm. That's tough. I, I mean, mean, yeah, my, my, most of my videos these days take weeks and weeks of, of research. Yeah. So yeah. there's research involved is we have to film it, then we yeah. have to edit it and we have to do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that takes forever. Which, whatever, you know, we're not going to sit here no. and, and complain about, oh, it's so difficult to do. No. Um, yes, my, my channel hasn't been consistent for the past, I'd say, month or two, but I've had so much crap to deal with. Yep. You have no idea. There's been We've some, got a, lot of a lot of stuff off behind the scenes that's really been getting in the way, mm. um, you know, and a lot of attacks and other weird stuff that's been tough to sure. deal with. So um, I am still releasing a video a week. Okay, but you know, I've been releasing maybe on a Saturday, yeah, maybe on a Tuesday, maybe on a. But at, at the end of the day, um, you will still always get a video a week. My yeah. video this week, by the way, is is going to be fairly interesting. It's about mm -hmm. India and it's about China, and it's going to be released probably tomorrow, or at the latest Sunday, because mm -hmm. I still haven't finished editing it. Straight after this, I'm going home, and instead of chilling out in my Trans Am drinking a beer, I'm going to be sitting down editing, which is a great prospect for me. Yeah. I, can't wait. I think fantastic. I think you're you're explaining <laughs> this like that. Yeah, great. You're doing yeah. a great job. There's not trying to like say, look, we are so good. No. You know what I'm. What I wanted to say is that it give you mm. some. You gave us con constructive criticism, and I appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you for that. And and I'm not trying to be a dick. All I'm saying then is don't that don't be. I'm not going to be a okay, dick. Okay. All right. But you can open tabs. Right. Mm. You can open up tabs on your browser mm. and you can have all those videos so they're not all in one day and the next day you can watch one of those videos and then the next day you can watch one I guess of those you would videos. yeah you wouldn't have to have a Friday overload. You don't need to have a Friday overload. In fact, that is up to you. <laughs> Our schedule may be messy, but your schedule doesn't have to be. You yeah. can schedule in your own schedule. I, I like that idea. Yeah. You can put up a, a whiteboard and, and work out right. what you're going to watch next or what you're going to do next with the, all the channels you watch. But yeah, one thing we can guarantee you is that we'll always be putting out content. Thank you. And, and I appreciate all the people that give us love for China Fact Chasers on this chat, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. We think it's a great way to just separate a lot of the topics because it's kind of messy. Yeah, some, some people don't have three hours. Yeah, they don't, want, they, they don't want to search through what podcast was that topic in, you know? They right. can just go find it. So we're sure. happy about that. And the channel's growing quite nicely. It's fairly solid. We appreciate you guys watching it. It's really yes. cool. Now, the real reason I included this comment is the next slide. Okay, the next slide. Again, what is this? It's a statement I'd like to make. Okay. Unswervingly adhere to the general policy of one video per week and resolutely fight against any words and acts that distort, doubt, or deny our ADV Media's scheduled policies. <laughs> we should resolutely overcome the problems of inadequate awareness, inadequate pr preparation, and ins insufficient work, and resolutely overcome contempt, indifference, and self-righteousness in our thinking. Mm. I agree. That that is the official statement that I want to make. Yeah. By the way, I got to tell you that um, we we do aim to try and get videos out before Friday. We don't like releasing videos no, on no. the same day as the no. podcast, like you had to do today. But sometimes we just don't have enough time to complete our videos. So you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, wanted to address that actually as a conduit to explain our schedule. It's it's all over the place, and we put in a shit ton of effort into our videos now, much more than we used to. Sure. Um, and it takes a while. 
takes a long time and it's stressful and it sucks, but, but we enjoy it and it's fulfilling and we hope you guys see it. It's what we do. It's what yeah. we do. And yeah. we're not going to sit here and complain about nope. our, our jobs. What we're going to say is not. that we will continue to do what we do because we absolutely love all of you guys out yes. there. And this, you're a fantastic audience and you're part of a family and you're part of an important conversation, which we don't only just have here, but on our own channels too. And we hope you guys can appreciate quality over quantity. Mm. Yeah. Uh, David Brooks says, did you ask the mainlanders what life was like in the 70s, 80s, and 90s in China? Did you speak to many people about the events of Tiananmen Square? Yes, of course we did. We've yeah, talked about we this at length. Yeah, but we don't go talk to people about that. You don't start a conversation mm. like that. In private, I've talked to people about <laughs> yeah. this. Mm. Um, Daniel Caven, the most common search on Bing is Google. <laughs> nice. Yuman Ni says, uh, do you know that freak how... Do you know about how CCP and PLA are frequenting Chai Boy Tea Houses in Afghanistan? It's an all-too-common practice, unfortunately. What is that? I don't know what that means. I always get a little bit creeped out by some of these comments. Mm, I don't know. And I don't know what that means. Between you and David Lopan, you guys keep us on our toes. I'll tell you that. I don't know what that means. It doesn't even say anything. We'll look into that. Definitely not my real name. Winston, I'm planning a South African safari in a few years. I'm planning on sticking around a few days afterwards. Uh, where would you recommend to go or avoid? Here's money for six pack. I'll say awesome. I would say if you if you're going to visit South Africa, Cape Town, you can't really go wrong with Cape Town. But just remember that there is a big gang problem, um, especially in the Cape Flats. Yeah. So don't go near those areas. You need to you need to be in contact with someone who's a local, someone yeah. who understands the way. But Cape Town's beautiful, and if you go up the wine route, which is like the you can drive basically from Cape Town all the way up to Durban and the the, the I think whatever. There's this beautiful drive that you can take up the coast and all the in cape town there the wine route where you've got all the beautiful vineyards and the old cape dutch style um, vineyards and stuff beautiful sure uh go check that out johannesburg you know i wouldn't bother unless you really really want to experience crime firsthand you know i think that's a great place if you if you're interested in that kind of thing um durban is nice it's got beaches and it's fairly good. It's very tropical and hot. I don't know, but I'd say Cape Town if you, you know, if you're going to go to the Kruger National Park, which I guess you're going there. Yeah, Cape Town's not too far away. Sure. I'd just go to Cape Town. Nice. Let the rest just ignore it like it doesn't exist really. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. David yeah. Brooks, stay awesome, guys. Gonna lay down on my seti. Yes, you milk, not mm. couch. Yes. Yeah, Drink a beer. You, do you like that word? <laughs> no, I don't. It's my grandma used to oh, say okay. that. The seti. My grandma used to say Davenport. That sounds fancy. Davenport. It does. It sounds fancy. Doesn't that sound fancy to you? Well, she had a wicked gross couch, so to me it's wicked gross. <laughs> okay. But like a Davenport sounds, it does sound fancy. It's yeah, like it a, sounds like a freaking, like a port. <laughs> oh, it just sounds like a butler's are going like to be Davin. like, uh, yeah, like a special bottle yeah, of does. something from Davenport, you know? Oh, you know, that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the Duke of Davenport arriving, you know? Right. It's kind of cool. Drink a beer and watch Beverly Hills Ninja. Rest in peace, Chris Farley. Oh, that's such a good movie. I love it. Uh, Venus Supreme, nice to make a stream again. Do you think people in Shanghai are starting to become more sympathetic to Hong Kongers, seeing what they're fighting against? Yeah. Certain people, for sure. Uh, did we not put that in we one did. of our episodes? Yeah. People are actually like, hey, you know, I was against them, but now I understand yeah, them. Yeah, we've a couple episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. Mimi Lee, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Norman Fair. Um, could corruption be making lockdowns worse? I saw a video implying that some test companies report false positives to uh, increase profits from all the testing. That's definitely a thing. And there was also something about the um, 
Lianghua Qingwen, which is the Chinese medicine. Apparently, there's some graft and corruption there too. Yeah, because the guy who has a big stake in that company was the guy who suggested to the Shanghai, you know, basically yeah. the powers that be to send that out as a right. as part of the relief package. And people were receiving this Lianghua Qingwen, which is this TCM cold medicine, um, which yeah. you know doesn't do anything really. It treats a couple of symptoms, but it's it's got uh, banned chemicals in it, banned all around the world that, that can cause heart disease and stuff. Sure. And people were receiving this instead of food. Right. So people were doing all this crap like smoking it. And so did you see like one guy made a cigarette out of Lianhua Chingwen and was like smoking <sighs> it. He's like, what am I supposed to do with this? I can't eat it. What am I, you know, because they couldn't eat. They want food and they get these packages of Lianhua Chingwen. Obviously the government bought it from the company. So he made, got a big kickback. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, recently, a Chinese-Belgium YouTuber, Xilan Ceylan, mm-hmm. fled Shanghai back to Brussels and had some interesting takes. Fun oh, interesting. Oh. Okay. Uh, Simon Cab- Campbell, to be frank, severe starvation probably caused delirium. Oh, the guy, the drunk yeah. guy, maybe, maybe. Doc Slothington says, I would totally buy that hungry guy a ribeye and then get him drunk. Sure, Good point. sure. Mm. Sander, next week, ADB's official rumor debunking segment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chinese Ox, hey friends, I brought... Bought flights to Pennsylvania to come visit. Send me your address so we can meet up. Let's Chinese not. Axis. Let's not. Let's not. Please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and please don't harass the great translation movement. No, they're great. By the way, if you're curious about the background today, it's um, in Sanya. Yeah, it's in Hainan. In Hainan. You Good mean? Recent fresh. You mean? Hainan. Yeah, we we use it for that specific reason. Yeah. Um, so some fresh footage. Yeah, no, that's from like two days ago or something. Yeah, isn't something it? like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, Robin, thank you very much. Boycott China says, oh, son of a... Sorry. You're going to find it. I will, I will. Mm-hmm. Uh, if CCP is simply 500 corrupt families, what percentage of U.S. real estate is owned by them and shell corporations? Friends ask. I have no idea. All of it. Every house in America well, is owned by... <laughs> any, like, foreign-bought house, maybe. It's this just the CCP. It's all. Every single one. Obviously, I'm yeah, saying yeah, bullshit. Come on, course, man. You think I'm say, think that's true? High percentage. Yeah, we, well, we won't know. We don't know. No, but we, we definitely know that it's, it's a way for corrupt officials yeah, to get it. their money out. That's mm. the easiest way. And that has been proven. <clears throat> if you go to Canada, it's been proven that they use the casinos yeah. and stuff to get yeah. their money laundered. And they buy, they buy houses. Because think about it. A third of Chinese, uh, the Chinese economy is based on real estate. Mm. It's a very Chinese thing, mm-hmm. okay? This whole thing about investing in real estate is it's part of the Chinese mindset, okay? So what happens if you've got your assets in China and you want to move them out? What do you do? You don't go overseas and buy stocks and bonds or some, you sure. know, invest in gold or something. No, you buy real estate. Right. Because first of all, it's easy to do mm. in most countries like Canada and in America and th- things like that. You can send your your son or your daughter to go study abroad. Sure. Once they've got their visa and they're studying here, you get them to buy the house on your behalf. You send them the funds. You figure out yeah. how that works. You buy yeah. the house cash. You buy it in whatever. And then you've got a million dollars or two million US dollars in an asset yes. that, by the way, is yours forever. Yeah. Not like in China where no. it's only 70 years. Right. It's not a lease. So, that's why a huge percentage of real estate that's owned by foreigners in various countries is from the Chinese Absolutely. corrupt money getting out of China. That's right. Yeah. So not, I'm not saying it's like everyone, but no, you know, of course it is a big percentage. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Holly, for becoming a member. Uh, mm. Marit Stripmatter, she wishes he was Mao, as bad mm. as Mao was. At least he was actually he actually went to war and stood on the victorious side. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, he didn't really go to war, did he? Well, I mean, his, his party won. Yeah, true. 
doesn't matter how it was accomplished. Sure, sure. Uh, Jerry Huang, last week I was lucky enough to make an appearance on Stan from Poland's channel talking about the Drew Pavlu versus Chinese nationalists in Sydney and some other topics, all spoken in Chinese. Oh, that's great, Jerry. I didn't know you were on Stan's video. I have that's to, great. Uh, I have to pull that up, actually. By the way, uh, we're going to make a big update on what Drew Pavlu, you know, had to, had to do and say in Australia recently. It's quite a thing. Yeah. But he's going out there tomorrow to do something more, so we thought we'd wait until next podcast. Yeah. We'll include something. Good point. Yeah. Our logo app says Winston's a Francophile, lol. Yeah, apparently. I actually don't know very much about France, to be honest. <laughs> I really don't. It's just your flavor of the day. You know, there's a series of games I really like to, like to play. It's called the Broken Sword series. Mm-hmm. You know, adventure games. That's kind of set in France a lot. That's. I know you love those games. That's how your interest spiked. Maybe it had a... Maybe Scotta. it rubbed off on me. Yeah. I see that you start smoking and eating baguettes. <laughs> yeah, putting on a beret. Yeah. You know? Lightseeker, if you believe <laughs> she would willingly read Japanese literature, I have some oceanfront property in Shinjiang <laughs> to sell you. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. So that is that is outlandish. <laughs> uh, Roman Ray says, Winston, those darn Frenchies. Yep. Boycott China says, not signed in, no chat view, 60% of comments are hidden, not notifying and unsubbed ads for gaming. What is what? that? What is that? What? Did you just get hacked, bro? Yeah, what's going on? By the way, what was that whole thing in America with Freedom Fries? What about it? What was that all oh, about? I'm so... I just remember there was... A, what was that about? Super dumb thing. It was well, like back yeah. in like the war or whatever. Yeah. They were like, France didn't want to join, mm. right? Yeah. And so you got allies like UK and Canada joined and stuff, but France like... You okay, know, they didn't join. Maybe, let's be totally honest. Yeah, they don't like to do tra- that. There's a track record. Okay, sure. But anyway, they didn't want to join, you know, maybe rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And so some, you know, your types that so, you'd find down in the... Well, I mean, it's enough that I knew about it in some, South Africa. So. Oh, no, I'm not trying to pull a great <laughs> translation movement, a rare thing, but it was more of an ironic thing. But there were people that absolutely took this seriously and they were like, we're not calling them French fries anymore. We'll call them freedom fries. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Because like they're like screw France for now. I know it's you know, the most ridiculous from the Iraq thing war. ever. Even I back in the day thought about that was like one of the pettiest things I've oh, ever it's heard absolutely of. Absolutely ridiculous. It's dumb. It's super dumb. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Now I know what it's about. I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. I just knew that Americans were like pissed off with France and France and started to call French fries freedom fries. That's all that's I right. remember. Yeah. And I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, dumb. you guys, let me down. <laughs> Don't generalize, my friend. Just you think say, anyone in my circle thought that was cool? I mean, a lot of people just thought it was awful. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, I'm sure. Nick Best, it was super cool to see you on the David Pacman show. I wish his interviews were longer, but definitely gave some good points. Thank you for appreciating that. I was on David Pacman's show yesterday. Um, I don't know if it came out today or not. Maybe it was yesterday. I was on it yesterday, and then I guess it was aired today. Cool. I appreciate it. Doc Southington Winston at the goth concert. Nobody knows my inner turmoil. <laughs> yeah, Winston with his white face paint. His, I didn't do any of that. You had spiked hair. You know what I used to look like is like now. I've always worn a suit, even back then. Sure. I got I got pictures. I can Why show you, you have to defend. Yourself? I'm just saying. I yeah. don't ever. I've never put any weird white face paint. That's always kind of freaked me out. Guess guess what? What? I bet if I go on the subreddit in an hour, people will find proof. There's none. <laughs> There's going to be proof. Of what? Of your dog collars and Didn't do any of that. And fishnets no. and white makeup. I got pictures of me sitting next to people like that. Sure. Yeah. I'm just going to say there. There's in an hour, so you're going to find out. I'll evidence. put my own pictures up there. Okay. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, click all night. I remember you once mentioned a guy named Peter Daszak. What's his deal? How did oh, he this twenty twenty. <laughs> good old, good old Balsack. Yeah, don't forget, this is the guy who helped pull the wool over the world's eyes. He helped the CCP lie about COVID origins. He was on the team to go and investigate COVID origins, and he went to go investigate his own freaking lab with his own Baijiu well, KTV mates. Little conflict of interest. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, let me go to my own lab that I have a joint thing with that I fund to go and prove that there's nothing wrong. You know? Stupid as stupid as balls, yeah. Roman Ray says, Winston is slowly being possessed by his British ancestors, making fun of the Irish, the Chinese, and the French as if they were Pokemon cards. I don't know if you do that. Um, nah, no. QB says, apparently there are messages with 200 jinjiaozi, liangbai jinjiaozi, that get censored to prevent mockery of Xi's story about carrying 200 jin of wheat and 10 li without switching shoulders. Yeah. yeah. So there's this story that's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, like the Kim, Kim stories in North Korea? Like, mm. born without buttholes and can, oh, like... Yeah, I can do all these crazy things. Yeah, like, finished 18 holes of golf and 19 shots, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Born yeah. from, like, a unicorn llama yeah. in the sky rainbow. Yeah. There's a story about Xi Jinping, this is doctrine. Yeah. That they, they learn in school and stuff, that he carried 200 jin, which is about, like, two, 210 a, a pounds. Gong, gong jin is a kilogram. Yeah. So 200 jin would be, like, 200, 200 500 grams. So 100 kilograms. Yes. And right? it's easier just to say... <laughs> You know, for all Americans out there, at least. Okay, it's about so 100 pounds. kilograms, right? He carried 200 pounds on his shoulders. One sw- one shoulder. One shoulder without yeah. switching it. Yeah. For how long again? Oh, it was like, it was imp- like people did did like the math. They're like, this is statistically impossible. Right. A- a- unless you were like some massive bodybuilder that did like strength training for like long distances. Sure. And uh, so people were making fun of it on the Chinese internet, and then they got they got censored. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she she his nickname is Baozi, which is like a steamed bun. So two hundred jin Baozi, like a two hundred pound Baozi steamed bun, it got censored. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hovik Arnian, Bing Chi Ling, these streams and all your content are extremely important work. Thank you for your dedication to exposing the CCP. Thank Absolute you. pleasure. PB, prisoner cyber warrior photos shows Windows XP. They still used... They still use Windows XP to this day. Yeah, not not as much as they used to. Um, they, in fact, right before I left China, they start they switched the, the, a lot of the universities over. But it was just right. Yeah, yeah, before. yeah, right, right there. But no, like everybody else would use CharP. You mm-hmm. know, like you know my wife's clinics and all the hospitals and yeah. stuff that I used to go train yeah. at, they still used XP. Yeah, and that was in 2019. Right when I left, there was still Windows XP. <laughs> wow. Okay, seriously, and those are all the official systems. And there's a reason for that because a lot of the mm the sort of internal apps that they use, because they don't use servers and stuff. It's no. always a Soho kind of situation. Yeah. A lot of the apps that they use, they need the vulnerabilities in yeah. XP. If you try to run it on a newer thing, it doesn't work because Flash doesn't work anymore or whatever, you know, there's like all these Correct. vulnerabilities are being taken out. And it's a ridiculously bad system, but they need Windows XP yeah. for it. Yeah, you're right. Um, all right, Will, Will Smith says, are you gentlemen familiar with Nuri Turkle? He's a Uyghur senior fellow at the Hudson Institute. He spe- specializes in national security, foreign policy, digital authoritarianism, and issues of forced labor and um, supply chain risk. I don't know him. I've heard of him. I don't. I, I don't. Stuff, okay. Lars S., thank you very much. I got the signed poster from your Conquering Northern oh, cool. China documentary. Got it from a close friend that was part of your crowdfunding for the documentary. Sweet. Thanks to Hakon for whom, whom I got it. That's awesome. Uh, give us a call if you're interested in driving bikes to Norway. We love, I'd love to go back to Norway. Yeah. I had a great time there. I'd love to go there for the first time. Logo app today on how it's made. Wumaus. That's yeah. what we talked about. Yeah. 
Uh, Alex says, good morning, end garlic slavery. And it's Seriously. actually a really big thing. It sounds funny, but like, oh, garlic slavery, but it's actually like a, it's You can horrifying. look it up. There was a, there's a very good documentary yeah. done by a Chinese guy who actually mm. went and filmed undercover in the prisons. And you can see what really went Try down. your best to buy local garlic. If it's possible. Yeah, if you can. Well, you can. Yeah. I only buy local garlic. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And like. Um, it's more expensive, but that's life. Mm. Yeah, right. you know, just also just don't eat garlic and then you won't piss off your spouse with garlic breath, you know. Garlic's amazing, though. I know, it's, it's, great it's in everything. Yeah. yeah. I know you're not a huge garlic fan. No, I like the taste, but like mildly. You're like British people that can't handle any flavor. It's like, <laughs> what's, no, what's no, no, this? No, no. Is this black pepper in addition to salt? <laughs> it's not like the that. ER. Dude, you need to freaking eat like <laughs> that street it. food chiazza that they know, do yeah. in China. I it's it. literally just I love garlic. That. I love I eat it's raw garlic. It's only garlic. It's like they've scraped the meat yeah, yeah. out, out and replaced the, it with garlic. Yeah. There's nothing left. They just <laughs> no, throw a big pile of garlic on there. It's like, what is this? They do the same with oysters. Not that I eat. That, but. I like I like it, but I will say it's a bit much. Lay person, I get why that's a bit much. Okay, the chizza that they make is a but bit. But like much. I was the guy I learned when I lived up north. When I eat a bowl of noodles, I would take a bite of raw garlic and then chew it up while the, with a bite of noodles. That's what people do. Mm-hmm. I learned that technique. That's kind of like you know when you've run out of mixers and you want to drink a mixed alcohol, and you just take like a a, a, a swig of like something in your mouth and then you take the, you know, maybe you don't have a cup or something. You've run out for some reason. You this just is can't a do very it. strange So you scenario. just, you know, you just kind of like put a little bit of alcohol Dude. and you put a little bit of coke in your Dude, you need some money. I'm just, no, I'm just saying like, it's the same thing. Oh, I, I take a little bite of raw garlic because I don't have the means to transport that into right. my food. About a hundred million people do that. And I I'm learned just, it from them and I thought it was fun. They actually have a dish of raw garlic there. You peel it and then you pop. You I, take dude, I've done the same yeah, thing. I'm just it. saying like, how about you just take that garlic and a little bit over there and then you don't need to do that. That's actually, I never thought of that. I wonder why that is. Yeah. It's like, cause they, I mean, it comes, obviously it just became a tradition because they didn't have bowls or they didn't have the tools. They didn't have a garlic crusher or something. You know what I would do that with is usually palm oil, which is like a, it's really nice dish. Actually, um, if you can make it at home, it's quite laborious, but it's good, Mm. but it's lamb, stewed lamb with bits of like kind of thick bread in it. It's With one of my favorite noodles. dishes. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's re- I had a really good in Xi'an. I yeah, was just yeah, eating that Xi'an. and yeah, and jiaomo. That's it. Yeah, raw jiaomo. D- dip that in there. Yeah, it's oh, great. it's great food. It's good food. The uh, word ugly boy. If you start at twelve to twelve, would have been a top world twenty bit. I don't. Know. I don't even I don't know what you're on about. about. Something about <laughs> yeah. the word the yeah. South African. Thank you for the super chat, though. I appreciate that. I'm kind of yes. having a hard time understanding what you're saying, and you're chats today it's cool i mean it's cryptic no, maybe there's a maybe we there's need a, a cipher or something yeah yeah mm. uh china will smith says china is culpable for exacerbating the conflict in ukraine absolutely yes ccp is actively undermining sanctions on russia funding putin's war crimes and abuses 100 percent agree with you yep uh hovik arnian says use the forces track from the anime berserk as a sound clip for foreign forces yeah i haven't seen that anime but we're thinking of taking that um uh, rage against the machine song yeah. and changing it to like shilling in the name of shilling in the name and because he's like some who fight forces or whatever yeah, it's like so one of those the same if oh, what is it burn so, crosses or something yeah no those are in office i don't know it's a stupid lyric something about that but yeah, yeah we could change that up to be about sure. foreign forces and shilling in the name of right i think that would work out it sounds like something about foreign forces yeah i never under, i never like i used to love those songs but i never knew what the lyrics were when i was yeah. a kid because it's just like it's grooving but you don't know what they're saying probably a good thing yeah 
Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> shilling in the name. Of. Yeah, but shilling in the name of is definitely got to, it's going to have to happen. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Jim Flagg, if Chinese does a translation, then what would say, uh, then they would say, must have influenced by the West somehow. Our Chinese would never do such a thing. Yeah, that's correct. Correct. Um, David Lopan says, people in China share information offline using USBs. Yeah, a lot uh, of yeah, people sometimes. do. Yeah, for sure. No, and dude, have you, ever, have you ever gotten a USB in China that didn't have malware on it? I can tell you, I can do you one better. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, no. No. Yes. No. <laughs> and I, I, I've already told this, but I've received USBs where the entire lot doesn't even work. And I've received one that was full of sand. <laughs> yeah. The USB Wild West over there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean someone dropped it in the sand. Instead of putting the chip in there, it, it was, was sand. <laughs> yeah, just so it had weight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so there's, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lech Arsh, by the way, who is trolling us by saying that's a normal phrase. Germans reached out to me and said, no, that is not a normal phrase. I thought phrase. so. I've always thought so You're from the right. beginning. You're yeah. right from the yeah. beginning. I have too much mm. trust in these people. Right. right. The guy on Dragon TV, his name is Zhang Weiwei, and he got beat up in Shanghai for his pro-lockdown statements. Karma is real. Yeah. Well, I got to look that up. I don't advocate for that, yeah. but I can imagine people were quite mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jed Brown, love you guys and the amazing journalism you both do. I just got my first bike. Uh, it's a Leaf on 150 T5. Any tips for starting to ride a two wheel? Don't be stiff. I see a lot of people yeah. when they start and they get in this really bad habit where they're just like this locked on and they look right in front of them instead yeah. of where they want to go. That's Always the biggest look where thing. You go. When you're turning a corner, um, it's called destination destination yes. fixation. And this happens to all riders when yeah. they start. When you start to turn the corner, if you're not looking where you want to go, you will go straight. Yes. And so you'll be going around a corner and you'll actually just go straight yeah. to the guardrail or you'll drive right in, in front of, of a car. Make sure, and it seems weird at first, but don't look in front of you, but look where you want to go. So like yeah. literally look down right. the road there where the bend is and then you'll follow it. Just do that to start do out. It. Yeah. And right before you get on your bike every single time, make sure you take a bite of raw garlic. Don't do that. Ross Wolf, Winston, no, seriously, don't be, don't be stiff on the bike. Yeah, yeah, be loose. A lot of people lock their arms really there's no, There's no need for that, wow. yeah. Um, <laughs> Lila Farley says, "Shilling in the name of fuck the CIA, I'll do whatever you, you tell me." me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the lyric. That's yeah, yeah, the yeah. Lyric. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. I will do whatever you tell me. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. That's what yeah. the song's about. Shilling yeah. in the name of yeah. We we gotta I'll do it, do man. Whatever you yeah. tell. Yeah. Uh, Lila, yeah. you gotta like find someone, or maybe you could do it like a a quick, very quick parody of that. Yeah, I think fun. that would be super funny. You have good yeah. characters and stuff, yeah. so mm-hmm. like good outfits and things. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ross Wolf Winston, uh, do a video about South African commercials. I should People do. Love those, I should though. do a new one. Yeah, those maybe are fun. A, maybe like a Christmas special again. Yeah. yeah. Amy, CCP to mainline Chinese people. Good, good. Let the hate flow through you. Dude, <laughs> yeah. I saw Shajupan the other yeah. day. the scammers. Yes. They send they pretend to know who you are. You did a whole video yeah. on it. I got another one on the line right now. In fact, I got another two on the line. I gotta show you next episode. You gotta remind me. But right. somebody sent me a whole shitload of them that they've been like messing with. And one of them is like he got this one girl like trying to scam him on a Bitcoin or whatever, and he's like, Have you heard of the have you heard of the story about about Darth Plagueis the Wise? Oh, you and showed then, me this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, like, what, what's this? And then he goes on and he tells the entire story. And he's like, they wouldn't want you to hear about it. Like, the Jedis would never tell you. <laughs> and he goes on and on and on. Yeah, and they she's bought like, it. What the fuck no, are you no, doing? yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Eugene Lin, The Wuma Paradox, uh, criticized China. If you hate China so much, why don't you just leave? Criticize outside of China. You've never been to China before, so therefore you don't qualify to have an opinion. That's yeah. why we uh, they hate us so much. Yeah, because we've been there. Dude, you know there's like people on, on Twitter and so on who like, you've never been to China, you can't have an opinion. And they're like, oh, I watch, you know, I watch Serpent Today or whatever. He's lived in China. And then they're like, but you've never been to China. So then I'll pitch in. I'll be yeah. like, yeah, no, look. I know what I'm talking about, and sure. I show actual video proof that yeah. I filmed myself and my experiences, and then they, they can't really come back. No, Some of them are like, oh, but you haven't been here for like two years, so suddenly all your opinions yeah, are now invalid. It, now it doesn't matter. Yeah. But my my favorite, I shouldn't say favorite, my mm-hmm. what they tend to do or get the most mad about is I say in China, so like, yeah, I absolutely love China. Here's my favorite places. Here's my favorite food. Mm-hmm. My, me and my friends used to do this together. Like, I'll never forget my members there. It's like my favorite time in my entire life. Yeah. By the way, I just disagree, and I think that people like you should have a voice, and I believe that Chinese people should have a voice, and the government doesn't allow you a voice, and that's what I'm fighting for, and they're like, fuck. Yeah, they they can't handle it, right? Because that's the truth. I mean, that's what we stand for. Yep. Um, Maurice Stripmetter says, the Chinese and Russian governments were weak as ever before. They got a free, uh, basically a free pass, I think is what he means, but Putin changed that. The West is recovering now. And that's uh, that's true. Honestly, I think if you look at what's going on right now, look at how this, this COVID, zero COVID policy has absolutely decimated the supply chain. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. For that's instance, we, we ordered some, some uh, computers from Apple, right? Yes. And they actually reached out and said that they had to cancel the order yes. because of the supply chain issue. Well, they didn't say that. They just said yeah. that we have problems yeah. in the area. Yeah. So we, they we, didn't say, sorry, we can't get it out of China. No, they didn't deeper. say that, but they canceled it, yeah. you know, even though we'd already paid and everything. Yeah. They canceled it and refunded us simply because they cannot fulfill the order. And it shows you, like, big companies, if big companies like Apple are being hit by that sort of uh, thing, you know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And it's it's a signal to the rest of the world to just decouple because if you're yeah. dealing with a situation where it's unpredictable because who knows what's going to happen next. The Chinese government could just lock everything down. They could seize your factories. They could do whatever because of whatever reason, COVID or anything, sanctions or something. Um, wouldn't it be better to not be reliant on an unreliable country like that. Yeah. You know? Good point. Chilong Mas says, uh, I notice approximately no, same number of viewers in this podcast, about 4,000 per episode. I wish it was steadily growing. Mm. We do too. We kind of hit the peak here. Um, we don't know how to grow this anymore. It's, oh, it's, we it depends on the topic. We, no. Yeah. The subscribers need to go up. The viewers need to go up. Yeah, right? well, yeah. It does. That's how you, uh, that's how you grow. Tell right? your friends. Tell your friends. This is my conduit. We're not. Yeah. No one should sit there and be happy with the current situation. Sure. We should continue to grow. Yeah, be nice. Uh, have you guys considered a bigger TikTok present to drive new viewers? Well, guess what? I got banned off TikTok and I did nothing wrong. Sure. Absolutely nothing wrong. No violence, no sex, no drugs. What's the limit on length on TikTok videos? Three minutes now. Ooh. What? It's great. Can't put anything on there. It's too too short. Yeah, you can cut things down. A lot of podcasters do. Like I love Theo Vaughn, this guy I watch, mm-hmm. comedian. He uh, cuts down just the best bits, right? And so it'll be as if we joke. need extra work. No, I'm saying I don't think he's doing it. <laughs> sure. It's like someone could do it for us. If someone wants to run a TikTok channel for us, we 100 percent approve. We'll, we'll put it to you that way. Yeah, please take our take our clips. Go make one. Call it like ADV Fan Club or something, and yeah. you can. Run wild with it. Yeah, we'd Just love go, that. As long we'd as you post stuff that we're saying here and not like, this is what they really mean. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or post verbatim. Yeah, please. Jay the Earth. Just wondering what Sega Saturn version you guys got, US or Japanese? Uh, we have one each. And actually, mm-hmm. we've actually, this is the only thing we've been playing. Well, I love it. Um, Doc, 
huge shout out to you. I've been playing yeah. it almost every day. So the the one we were sent from uh, Doc Slothington is a Model One, Model yeah. A. You know, it's the original American version. Yeah. And I got the uh, the Japanese one, the white one, which I've always preferred the look of it. Um, and I had one. I've had one of those before. Yeah. And that's like the Model B or whatever. It's a different revision. And they are very different inside. Like the circuitry, the power supply is like attached to the lid on the Model A and not on the yeah. Model, B, Model B and stuff. But um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got some games here. Actually, I won't, I won't show them because really? no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. But absolutely loving it. I'm playing Sakura Wars at the moment. Absolutely love that game. Yeah. Uh, I was going to play that next. And there was a fan translation, which is really cool. So now you can take the fan translation, patch the original ISO, and then you use a pseudo satin cartridge, which you can make yourself using an action replay cartridge. And In Minecraft, and you can't do that at all. No one did that. No, no one just did saying, that. Like, it's something you can do. You could do that. Yeah, you could do that. And then yeah. you can play uh, Sakura Wars in English, which is awesome. Yeah. Anyway, just saying. Anyway, um, yeah, we're playing Vandal Hearts. Linkle Liver Story. <laughs> which I think they meant Wrinkle River Story. I think so. And... Uh, I didn't try that one yet. Mm. Um, oh, and uh, some puzzle games. Yeah. And police anyway. notes. And police. I was going to, I haven't started that yet, but I do yeah. want to play that. Yeah. Because you recommended it. Mm -hmm. um, are we in a, Dylan says, are we in a media battle against, uh, a media battle war against China right now? <laughs> we absolutely yes. are. Uh, why are these paid influencers fighting you and America? I get sent all these pro CCP and pro Russia video links from my buddy. Listen, it's a one sided war. It is. Okay, look, mainstream media has always had a bit of a negative tint uh, as far as China's concerned. Okay, and that's something that we can all attest to. But it's always been fairly consistent. Um, yes. And it's, I don't know, you could say that there's at least a little bit of both sides going on there. Yeah. Okay. However, it's been a big part of Chinese soft propaganda, soft power and propaganda to go out there and attack people. You know, like, that's that's the weird thing. Okay. When I put out a video, people go out there and immediately downvote it, okay? Yeah. Like, I've seen comments and I've seen these forum posts where they're like, whenever he posts a video, I don't even look at the video. I just go yeah. there, I downvote it, and I report it yeah. as being, um, you know, everything. everything. They report yeah. it for everything. Because, you know, you can report a, a YouTube video for being too violent or, or, you know, sexual or whatever right. the, the case. So they go and report everything. And they do this. It's yeah. like, it's it's literally warfare. It's to it silence is. any criticism of the CCP, no matter what it is. Yeah. So you've got hundreds, thousands of people going and immediately, that's why my videos will get like a bunch of downvotes before it's Me even too. been out for like yeah, more I than a minute. Yeah, I put out my video today and within one minute it had like 20 downvotes. Yeah. In a minute. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're dedicated teams to do that. But we don't see the same thing coming from our side. So for no. instance... If a pro-China shill releases a video to say, look how amazing China's great railway networks are and their zero COVID policy is the best in the world. I'm not going out there and downvoting and reporting him as being anything. I'm not, there's no. no team. There's no team that goes out there and attacks these guys. It doesn't work that way. No. It's a one-sided battle to try and bury the truth. Yeah. Okay. And they've got dedicated, like you saw, these cyber warriors and all this kind of crap. We don't have the equivalent. The only no. kind of similar thing you have are are literally internet trolls that are just yeah. out there for kicks who might go and say Taiwan number one or something. Sure. You know what I mean? So it is it's a one sided battle. It's been going on for ages. It's a lot of a lot of Saturn talk. It's amazing. Yeah. Sakura Tyson, is that that's what Sakura yeah, Wars? Sakura Wars, yeah. It says it was released on Saturn, Dreamcast, and PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Um anyway, number one on Saturn, um playing that at the moment. Because it's got a good fan translation. I just realized I can take the Saturn home from the office now because you got yeah. your own Saturn. Correct. That's fantastic. That's a good idea. Should uh, do it. I will. 
Or eat strip matter. Japan has a very nice Christmas celebrations, and everyone gets KFC on the eve. It's just yeah. Great. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. They eat KFC on Christmas in Japan. That's one yeah. of those facts. It's a, it's a pretty interesting thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cinco de Mayo from Will Smith, made in PRC since ancient times. Sure. Uh, Ryan G just heard about the holiday ban. Wow. Imagine Disney's surprise if they tried to introduce Star Wars Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Star Wars not popular in China. No. Uh, which is what it's called and i try to introduce it to a lot of people it just does not resonate with well, the not, the, not the older very ones much. Uh, that's the thing old movies aren't popular in china it's yeah but it's new, not just like that. even the newer stuff like tra- they'll pick transformers all day oh I'm yeah that's what i'm saying general yeah. obviously mm. um hovik arnian came to see for ccp criticism stayed for child bullying <laughs> <laughs> all right uh boy mm-hmm. we do not bully children no no absolutely not for the children mm-hmm. Yeah. Liquid Metal Rob, you editing together of that Wuma woman saying Taiwan is a country should totally be a soundbite. Um, thanks for the great show, guys, in Taiwan number one. For sure. Schwab thanks. Ahmed says, have you guys read Wild Swans? I do. I have two copies, actually, because I actually had my wife read it a long time ago. She loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an amazing book about life before communism and then through the late 70s. I uh, love that book. Fantastic book. Always recommend it to people uh, if they want kind of a general idea of watching the shift uh, of China into communism. I haven't actually seen that or read that. Right, sorry. Okay. I, I've heard about it, but I haven't. James007, great content, mm-hmm. guys, on a different topic. Just curious if they treat all foreigners badly. How do they treat Russians in China? Uh, um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to say because, <laughs> yeah, it's our country. But no, seriously, um, up in the north, because of the border, shared border with Russia, there's always Russians around and people. I, the amount of people. See, yeah. when I'm elsewhere in China, people think I'm from Xinjiang, <laughs> yeah, right? Just yeah. because I look different from yeah, Chinese people. Sure. But when I was up north, when I lived up there, every single person thought they, I was Yeah, they, they thought we were Russian. Yeah. They try to speak Russian to us yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, there's a, there's actually pretty good relations. Decent. Yeah. yeah. Would, Especially in the border say, towns, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I would say there's probably more animosity of the Russians to the Chinese than yeah. vice versa. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian Watson, again, not this generalizations is what we've seen. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to be catching you live today. Uh, have a great weekend. However, before I before I let you go, Qing Yong, yi ju hua, Zheng Ming, ni shi mei guo ren. Freedom uh, fries. There you go. Yeah. I'll do, uh, I'll I'm say. I'm not uh, American though. Proud to be an American. <laughs> We're released. What was that? What was that quote? I may not know the difference between, between Iraq, Iraq and, and Iran, Iran, but I, I know I love Jesus. But I know I love Jesus, yeah. and I talk to God. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, Marie Strittman arrested to the biggest recruiting pull for NATO. Yeah, they yeah, certainly did. Finland, Finland, and stuff. These countries were totally like, I'm out, pacifists, yeah. and they're yeah. like, Whoa, tanks, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, let's It's crazy. <laughs> Matthew Stein, I didn't realize I had kids. U.S. and Lithuania. All right. I don't know what that means, but that's fine. Cool. Like Halo 6, uh, did you guys see that Japan is slowly letting tourists in uh, June? Uh, they're not really. What they're doing is allowing people that have relationships with Japanese people, so like cousins or wives and things mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Um, I also got tricked by that because I looked yep. into it. I was like, well. It's kind of like when China says, like, issuing green cards to yeah, foreigners, and then yeah. it's always the same picture of the same, like, right. scientist dude and an NBA Un- star. Unless you're talking about something new that I missed because mm. a few weeks ago I saw that. Uh, Bjarni Christiansen, uh, Icelandic friend of the show. Hmm. Dear Snake and Milk, I uh, saw that you've been referenced twice now on Steven Crowder. Don't worry, both of your content is awesome, informative, and definitely useful. Well, like we said on the, the 
the subreddit. We we didn't give permission. We weren't asked no. to be used on. We don't. And and that's the thing. We're very happy that other people want to use our stuff. Any, and we, on any and side. We're, we're not gatekeepers and we're not no. going to say we don't want our stuff to appear on anyone's. But at the same time, we also have to be careful because we're very bipartisan and we don't yeah. want to be, um, you know, painted and, with And not just careful. Brush. I mean, that's genuine. You're, what you're saying yeah. is genuine. It's not like we have to be careful. It's like we want to, we want to be careful because yeah. we don't adhere to either side. Yeah, because right? we have we're we have so many de- detractors yeah. that would easily lump us together with either the far left or the far right or something in between. Yeah. And we're not oh, we're not any the of them. Yeah, yeah, we're not any of them. So we're very happy to get the exposure. We're very happy that people use our clips and it doesn't matter which channel. And we're not going to say to anyone that you can't, please, if you find no. our stuff useful, go ahead and use it. But the amount of times time, the amount yeah. of times I've been called a religion hating leftist bad word and then you're some right-wing extremist sure. right when literally we're moderate and we're fiercely independent absolutely we, we are yeah. not part of but thank you for uh, I mentioning appreciate it that, yeah. yeah guillermo ortiz how about stellenbosch yeah stellenbosch is is a very nice area that's oh. very posh it's all like that's where the the posh rich kids go to university and stuff you know what i mean we are not bisexual partisans <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to chuckle. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway. Yeah, St- Stellenbosch is a great area. Like I said, lots of lovely vineyards and, and uh, you know, wine farms and stuff. Very cool. Rooftop focus. Chai boys are to avoid cheating on your wife in certain villages in Afghanistan. The country isn't centralized. Don't assume it's over. Oh, so it's like a brothel. Oh, is that what it is? So obviously, like, you can go get women that, like... I don't know. It says chai boys... I'm saying those are the people that go there. Isn't that what that means? The people that go to the brothel. Let's not talk about stuff we don't know here. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> okay. So thank you, you know for what giving I mean? us some yeah. insight. Thanks. Epic hang gliding. I saw Mr. Beast on Rogan. Do you know that he is translating channels into other languages now? He has he has hugely boosted his viewership that way and offering it as a service to other channels. Well, that's cool. That's an interesting concept, yeah. Yeah. Good for him. If someone can do that for us, that would be great because I'm certainly not going to be able to do that because nope. I only speak Chinese and English. Yeah. Uh, bulk nuts. Thank you very much, DJ. I was always curious on how both your wives' family members haven't gotten locked up. Um, well, we don't talk about our families. We don't talk about our Next families. Trouble. We don't involve them in anything. They've got nothing to do with us. They actually have nothing to do with what. Absolutely we do. zero. Uh, yeah. Max Chong, you know when these wumaos are taught what aboutism, you really got to wonder if they believe what they say. Same with some of the shills after they got were caught on payroll. Yeah. Uh, RH made a comment under information overload Reddit post. I just copied and pasted Xi Jinping zero code yeah. criticism. Yeah, you were the guy. Some stuff. Uh, I hope you didn't take. No, it we loved away. it. We oh, loved no. it. That's we just about? put it up yeah. there. We loved it. It was great. Thank you. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Jay the Erp. With all this retro gaming, I busted out my OG PlayStation and played the Resident Evil One. Great oh, yeah. game, but damn, the dialogue is bad. We uh, Doc Slothington sent us Resident Evil One on Saturn. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. It sounds like the sound is a little better. But yeah. The graphics are worse. A little bit. Yeah. The backgrounds are better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a give and take. Tip for tap. Yeah. Raphael, Great series. Yeah. Uh, how pissed will the CCP be after Matt hits a million subscribers like Winston did? Congrats on hitting one. Yeah. Why haven't we done the push to one million for me? Yeah. We, we did should. a huge push for you. Yeah. Because I, like I was on the cusp. Doesn't matter. Cusp. Yeah. It's my cusp. So let's do the. So then we don't do the push to a million. We do a push to 900,000. First, we do the push to yeah. 900,000. Yeah. yeah. Or eight fifty or whatever is the closest, you know. Yeah, I think the closest. To I think nine hundred is probably realistic. Right. We can do. It. Let's do a push. Nine hundred. Get me to yeah. nine hundred, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. We'll, we'll push. Uh, Light seeker. Hey, Jaunty. What industry is FedEx in? <laughs> what do you mean? What? Great freight. <laughs> freight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay, nice. Six Melon, have you ever received uh, death threats for speaking about chatting quite all the time? Every day? Light Seeker, pop quiz for Serpent. It says, Pita Dazaku <laughs> wa Oki Baku. Baka. Oki Baka. What's that mean? That means Peter Dazak's a big idiot. Oh, in Minecraft. But I don't. We think he's quite smart, actually, for what he did. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, not. <laughs> didn't say it was yeah, good. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's how you would say it, but that's, that makes sense to me, though. So yeah. not piss cookies today. No, no. No. <laughs> Bystander333, by what's your other channel called? Also, I have a prediction. Uh, please tell us what that prediction is in our other channel. Serpent ZA, Laowai86, ADB China, and this is ADB Podcast. And we have China Fact Chasers. And China Fact Chasers. That's that's it. And we have Worthless Whips. And we have Worthless Whips. Mm. Most importantly, China Fact Chasers, get over there. Subscribe. Get a sub on that. We're thank trying you. to grow that channel. Mm-hmm. Mason, Mad Dog. Thank you very much, wow. Mason, Mad Dog. That's incredibly generous. Yeah. First time catching you live. Love your guys' work. Never give up. We won't. And thank you. Thank you so much, dude. Super appreciate it, man. And unless you're a woman. Thank you so much, woman. Thank you so much, man. Mad dog. Yeah, it's probably a guy. Mad God. Oh. Mad. Madson. S- mad son. Mad God. Okay, Madson, yeah. Mad God. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, man. I'm Mad Son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Martin Kavyak. Uh, hi from Slovakia. Best podcast on YouTube. What is Thank your you. take on China arming European countries? Serbia just now got an air defense system from China. And big military drones. We live in the fear. Stay oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah it's that's... not good. Serbia is really like, what's going on? I have no idea. What are you we'll doing? The fear. Yeah. I get that they have a bad relationship with the West, but wow. Yeah, that is a bit bit much. Uh, anyway. Do you guys play any new games? Yeah, I, I'm currently playing uh, Gran Turismo 7. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you're not playing any new games, are you? No, right now. No, no. right now. Yeah, I do, though. Got a Series X. Oh, I'm playing Cyberpunk. And Jay is his gamer 2077 for the like fifth time or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's fairly new. Rooftop focus. Yeah. Thank you very much. Aaron Day, having trouble understand <laughs> the current status in Shanghai. Are people still starving or is food security increased? I will tell Depends. you this. I'll tell you this much, okay? I have friends, because if you wanted to say like from receiving packages from the government, sure. I have friends that have been since the beginning of the lockdown have only received one package. Yeah. And it was just a bunch of vegetables that wouldn't last like two days. Yeah. Okay. But they've found ways where they have to like pay people bribes yeah. and stuff to get money and they're trading things with their neighbors and they're doing stuff like this. So they're surviving. Sure. But if they were only to rely on the government, people would have starved to death. A Absolute, lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the out outrage is what stopped i've got stuff. other friends who've received two packages yeah and then i've got other friends who've received weekly packages that's true so it's very weird and you know they've busted a bunch of the committees like the communist party committees like we spoke last week yeah where they've been hoarding the food and actually the packages that they're supposed to be distributing in the complex right. they've been selling them that's right so you know it depends on how corrupt your area is or your local government right. people it's very are dependent on the so, area. yeah uh, Byron with Corona Money, thank you very much. Jay yeah. the Earp says, I haven't picked up a Saturn yet, but I did pick up a Dreamcast, and I'm currently refurbishing it. Good I have choice. a Dreamcast too, very much like the Dreamcast. It's one of my favorite consoles. I know it's an underdog. I love the VMUs. They're so cool. Doc mm. Slothington, I'm glad you guys got some good games, considering the couple ones I sent are some of the on the worst games ever list. Congo is truly horrible. Oh, we yeah. buffed in everything. Oh, we tried everything. It's real bad, but you sent some good stuff too. So. Yeah, you sent us Resident Evil, which, by the way, if you if you looked up how much it's selling for right now on eBay, you probably wouldn't have sent it. <laughs> yeah, Doc, you're it's, such it's a good guy. It's going for like three or 400 bucks or something. I mean, he's old, right? He doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm just saying. Like, he doesn't that, keep up with That's this. a gem. We appreciate yeah. that so yeah. much. Seriously, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It was very generous. Yeah. 
Uh, Marie Strittman, the funny thing about the truth is there's only one stay on her yes. side, and we always will. That's correct. The truth um, will always out. And Jay the Herb says, okay, last Saturn comment. I'm curious which version you guys prefer, USA or Japanese. I heard the Japanese version has more games. Way more games, mm. and we're pr- predominantly playing Japan games now. Yeah. Uh, I also prefer the Japanese console because yeah, the controllers nicer. are nicer yeah. and better build quality. For sure. Really, if you compare the, the American it's not even close. controllers, and the, yeah. yeah, it's completely different. But I mean, I love my American Saturn. So I, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me, but we're playing. I'm using my American Saturn to play Japanese games. Yeah. In Minecraft. Which you can, no, you can very easily. And there's yeah, nothing you just swap it out. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Like just a, you know, you can buy an action replay card and that's what yeah, it does. That's, that's what it, it allows is. you to yeah. play region free. Region free. It's cool. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next We're already week. at the end? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That was quicker than I expected. It's actually very long. Well, three, a three hour episode. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm always enjoying it when we're I having love a it. chat. I guys, love thank you very much for joining us today. And uh, yeah, just be aware that when you're out there on the internets uh, and you get someone out of the blue starting to attack you for having an opinion that's not in line with the CCP. They're it's, being told to. Yeah. I mean, they're being Quite told literally. to. They could be prisoners. They could be, yeah. you know, volunteers. They could be people that are being paid. Either way, could be garlic see, see it for what it is and don't get embroiled in their, no. their bullshit because no. it's not worth it. You're no. not going to win any conversations. You're well, not going to win any debates. You're fighting someone doing a job. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can just troll them if you want and say Taiwan number one or something yeah, and kind of piss them off if you yeah. really like. But yeah, at least you know where some of this stuff is coming from. Yeah. Thank you. Like, seriously, thank you so much, guys, for joining us for this conversation. It's super important. It's the highlight of our week. It is. And we can't wait to see you next time. So yeah. until then, I'm not going to cut myself off. And of course, stay awesome. Five, four, three, two.